greetings, June Squad. It is I, Jay, master of all things nerdy, and the host of the most listened to, the most talked about, the most popular podcast of its time. With me, as always, is my stalwart companion, defender of the nerd faith, Lord Commander of the Nerds Watch, master of titles, first of his name, Sir Christopher. That's me, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so you are just in time for the Justice Nerds podcast. Aren't we forgetting something? No, nothing. We're forgetting absolutely nothing. Why do you ask? Aren't we supposed to be like... Some amazing place. I at was this time? really hoping you weren't going to point that out. I just wanted to breeze right into the beginning of the show, but uh, okay. So let's address the elephant in the room. You didn't renew your passport. We are woefully over budget for this season, and we just we can't travel anywhere. So, so there, I said it. I got it off my chest. It's been bothering me all year, and so. This, All right. sh- this show's not about the locations. It's about you and I. It's about two nerds. D- don't you listen to the intro of the show? Yeah, yeah. It's two nerds that, yeah. that just they want to talk about comic stuff. That's you. That's I'm nerd number one. You're new- nerd number two. Why? Oh, I'm the poop nerd? All right, you can be nerd number one, and I'll be nerd number two. Well, that means Happy. that you're more nerd than I am, because you're more because you're the nerd number two, and two's a higher number. But it's second in order. Mm, but still. Two will always beat one. What would you? What would in this scenario? Which which number nerd do you want to be? How about I'll be nerd one. Yes, and you could be nerd A. <laughs> okay, first, yeah. that's a brilliant idea. B, I, I I think I love it, and and third, that's what we're gonna do. All right. In a world. Where two nerds come together to talk about all things nerdy, Just Us Nerds podcast was born. We talk about comics, movies, and all things in between. Get ready to have your mind blown by the most amazing podcast ever recorded anywhere, ever. The Just Us Nerds podcast. Aw, yeah. All right, man. So um, we got a lot to talk about. Oh, man, do we. Just in time for Thanksgiving, I was thinking, you know, if if I had to name this show, this is going to be our stuffed turkey show because we got so much to cram into this show. Just just lots and lots, just cramming, just the you getting that imagery. Oh, yeah. Just just cramming it on in there. Cramming it on in there. So let's start with what you're reading. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. I'll I'll go first. Uh, The most most recently. I finished reading Deceased. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm in the middle of reading it, so. All right, so I, I won't do, uh, my review of it is not really doing any spoilers, so. Right. Um, yeah, so I, I just finished reading Issue 6. Um, so, reminders, this the writer for this is Tom Taylor, mm-hmm. and then it has the artist listed as Neil Edwards and Trevor Hairsign. Hershine? I hope I'm saying that correctly. I don't think so. Um, but what is this? All right. Well, first of all, the, uh, the issues retail at about 424. You can find them at your local comic book store, or you can pick them up on the Comixology right. or any of the the Marvel streaming services that are out there. So, what what is DC? If you're if well, you're, it wouldn't be Marvel. It would not be Marvel. 
See, no. this is why you're nerd number one because you yeah. fact check me on this stuff. That's what I do. This is why you're nerd That's number what I one. Do. On the, does, I don't know if DC has a streaming service or not, but uh, if they did, then you could find it on there. But anyway, what what is DC? So if you're if you're just joining us, um, DC is a, a, a series that it. So it's not mainstream continuity. It's uh, it's a series that it's almost like a what if kind of thing. It is. It's it's like a what if uh, DC has their com- their else worlds. But is I like but I love those. Those those are my favorites though. Y- you like yeah. Gotham by Gaslight and all that kind of stuff. They're they're the one off stories that they did. I remember there was a Batman one that they did, and it kind of had more of like a Phantom of the Opera feel to it. Really? And yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually I I have the hardcover here. I'll, I'll find it. And I'll, I'll show it to you. Um, but, but yeah, but Elseworlds, yeah. This, this I, I is one those. of the things that I, I, I agree. It's one of the strengths of the story. And I, I think the reason maybe why we both like these sort of one-offs is they're not tied into continuity. Mm-hmm. You, so the, the downside of these ongoing in continuity stories is that you really can't take a lot of risks. Right. Like you can't, you, you just can't kill off Superman. Or if you do, if you do kill off Superman, let's say you kill him off in a in a story, as the reader, you know he's coming back. Yeah. So that was the comment. Oh, you found the name of it. So yeah, it's called Batman Mask. Yeah. Could you you want to you want to tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, I will, you, after, I will after. You after it? Okay. So. So this series opens with this epic battle between Justice League and the and and Darkseid, right? Um, I don't know why I said Justice League like it's a character like between Justice League and. Dark side well, between the, the respect the the yes. uh, between the Justice League and and Dark Side, uh, the Justice League save the day. Superman and Wonder Woman tell Dark Side never to return. You know, pretty much standard rinse repeat DC plot. Right, right. Uh, but here's where this story zigs, where the main continuity zags, Ooh. so to speak. Okay, um, he does not. He doesn't leave. No, he He's you know he he leaves. He leaves. Ah. But you find out that the invasion of Earth was never his primary objective. His primary objective was actually to kidnap a member of the League, which you've read it now, so you know that member is Cyborg. Yeah. So what is? Well, I mean, Cyborg's technically connected to him anyway because of his connection with the mother boxes and whatnot. Anyway. So. Right. Right. So Cyborg, the the character who is, we can edit that out later. We can edit that out later. We can edit that out later, too. And that. And that. And that. Chris, everything I say is a lie. Why did you come over here now? Now I'm just mad at you. Except for that. And that. And that and that and that. Okay. Okay. So anyway. So so Cyborg, yeah. So what's his significance? Well, first of all, he's a member of the Justice League, half man, half machine, all superhero. Yeah, I like that. Uh, But his his cybernetic components are made up of this this, uh, technology that comes from Darkseid's home planet. Right. So therein lies his significance to Darkseid. So you know, you know, and I know, but... The audience may not know that Darkseid is forever in pursuit of this. Uh, well, I, I, it, there's no other way I can put it better than to say it's an equation. He's he's in he's in pursuit. He's a math, man. and it's not the Pythagorean theorem that he's after. He's after the anti-life equation. So, for those of you not in the know, the anti-life equation in the DC universe it is an actual mathematical equation that, if solved gives the owner complete control over all life. So this is sort of this is dark side to the snap. 
not the no because the snap you mean the, so the snap kills everyone I could understand how like a name like the anti-life equation you would, right, you would think, think it's it would be death. it would be like yeah of course what's the opposite of life death it actually if I think it's just the anti-life equation sounds cool a more accurate name for it would be the anti-free will equation oh. because it once you solve the anti-life equation it gives you dominion over King gives you dominion even well, if what happened to you guys? even if you're going through puberty gives you dominion over the free will of others so basically you can control all life so it's not it's not like the infinity gauntlet gotcha, gotcha. it doesn't have powers to necessarily control reality but it does give you power over all life and that ain't too shabby right so that's why hmm. dark side's always chasing after it he wants he wants the anti-life equation so in this story he has half of the anti-life equation. So he has, like, if you can imagine... A plus B squared equals C squared. He, he just has A plus B. Ex I couldn't have said it better nah. myself. He has A squared plus B squared equals, and he doesn't know what's on the other side. Well, he finds out the the other side of the equation... Is in Cyborg. Is inside yeah. Cyborg, exactly. So uh, in an attempt to extract that other half of the anti-life equation from Cyborg, it ends up changing and corrupting the equation... And now, all who see the equation are driven into a bloodthirsty rage. They're they're turned into these monsters, these monsters zombies, and the infection can be passed. Uh, it can be passed either through direct physical contact, so bites, scratches, scrapes, uh, anything like Love that. Love making. Love me. Yes, yes, absolutely, Chris. And there's a lot of that in this series. I'm, I'm just saying. There, actually, that's that's not in there at all. But uh, or. Or, or it can be passed on through viewing the equation on on a on a on a screen. So here's another thing through technology. So here's another one, and this might be this is the nerd discussion. This is why we're here. Yes. So let's say you are infected. Yes. You go to attack me. Yes. I slice you in half. Uh, do I do I come at you, bro? Yeah. Okay. I slice you in half. Yes. Right. Your blood sprays in the air like yes. a mist. Yep. I breathe said mist. Yep. Am I now infected? You are now infected. Damn. Yep. It's bad. It's it's it is especially virulent. Ooh, that? There's our word. there's our word for the day. All right, kids, look that one up. So yeah, the infection can be passed either through direct physical contact with an infected person or through viewing the equation on any sort of technology. So uh, it begins spreading all over the earth through through the World Wide Web. Ooh. So terrifying premise, right? Yeah. So. I'm just going to say I really enjoyed this series a lot more than I thought I was going to. Um, you know, I, I initially had kind of written it off when I first heard about it as a ripoff of Marvel Zombies or kind of the DC's. Yeah, because I remember we were talking about it. We were like, oh, well, DC's got to try their own hand. Because if you, if you know, Marvel just redid the Marvel Zombies. They just did like I new. I just learned about they that. They just did new issues. Yeah, yeah. It is. Are you talking about the one called Marvel Zombies Resurrection? Yeah. Yeah, I, I might have to check that out. But it's you know they're like, oh well, I guess we got to compete. We back to the back to the well. Yep. What do we got? Zombies. And, and DC kind of did their own zombie event a few years ago when they did Blackest Night. Right. You, you right. remember that? Yeah. So you know, I I I, I was kind of dismissive of this series when I first saw it. I was like, okay, they're just DC is now trying to to do their own version of Marvel Zombies. But I, I gotta say, I have been so pleasantly surprised by this series. The writing's really good. I, I've really enjoyed the writing. Tom Taylor is is terrific. Yeah. Uh, he's really made Deceased its own thing. And I, I think that is quite 
we have to appreciate what an accomplishment that is when you consider how crowded the market is right now oh, for, yeah. for zombie media. I mean, oh, you've I mean, got the Marvel zombies, you've got Walking Dead, you've got even Game of Thrones had a little bit of undead. Zombieland. Yeah, zombie, Zombieland, exactly. But so you've got Planet Z, World War Z. I mean, there, there's a ton of And this areas. works. So let me tell you why I think it works. Okay. DC stands apart from Blackest Night. Let's first start with the, the DC. Because I, lo- I love Blackest Bla- Night. And Blackest Night, great, great story. Great Absolutely. premise. I love the idea of it. But one could make the argument that DC you know, had their Marvel Zombies moment with Blackest Night. However, what sets the two stories apart was something we were talking about before, which is continuity, mm-hmm. whether it's a, a story set in continuity or not. Uh, it's been my experience reading comic books, and I'd be interested in your opinion on this, uh, that they tend to not take huge risks. Oh, no, of course not. Within it, continuity unless, stories. Unless. Oh, you mean like the, the one-offs? I, I mean in the in-continuity stories. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. The, like, like the, the one-offs, they can do whatever they want yeah, because yeah. it doesn't really matter. But, no, I agree with you. The, unless it is one of those pre-planned things that they plan on doing for like a real de- long time. Like the death of Superman. Right, right. That was a carefully orchestrated well, event. Well, even still, like um, – Trying to think of the storyline, but anyway, or they'll kill off a character that maybe like the uber nerds will get upset about, but everybody else was like, "I didn't know that person existed." Like when they, when DC killed off elongated man, yeah, and you're like, yeah. "Like I know who he is." No, no disrespect to Ralph Dibney fans out there. I'm you sure. know who he is. I know we who he like is. him, but yeah. the thing is, is you know, not many people are like. All right, well, I'm good with it. I guess you know we're just gonna move on. It's not, yeah, it's not as big of a risk. Or I'll, I'll say this too, and l- let me know how you feel about this too. But when they kill someone off in continuity, death has really lost so much meaning. Oh my god, in, in comic it. books, we've talked about this because many, many times. So many characters have come back. So, so Robot Chicken did the thing about that. Do you remember? Oh yeah, yeah. Batman's yeah. at I think at Green Arrow's funeral, and he's Green like, Arrow doesn't. Well, he sh- he's in there. He's like Green Arrow was a friend. You know what? You know what? I'm not doing these. I'm not doing any more funerals. I'm not doing any more <laughs> eulogies because you know as well as I do that there's going to be some kind of a magic amulet, or we're going to go to another universe and find his twin, and it's going to be exactly like him. Exactly. And there he is. How many of you have died? And you see him all raising their hand. And you look, and Green Arrows in the in the uh, in the crowd. <laughs> he's like, he goes, "That's it. I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore." It's it's exactly 100. But in deceased, when when people die. It has actual weight. Yeah. It 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 has it has actual weight, and that that's kind of what leads me into another strength. They well, and I know spoiler wise, but like they kill some important people. No, they they, they do they do. And, and what I was gonna say was another strength of this is Tom Taylor. He faithfully captures the personalities of the characters. Right. It doesn't feel like a watered down version of like say Superman or Batman. These characters act like they do. So Batman still uh, – there's a moment in the first issue, actually, when they first discover that Cyborg is missing. Well, they discover Cyborg is missing because Batman says – let me do my Batman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cyborg is not on Earth. Ooh. And the reason he knows that is because he put a lowjack Right. On, he lowjacked him Cy- while he was sleeping one day. And they're like, dude, does he know that you have that on him? Is it- no. Mind your own business. And, and then they're like, do you have trackers on anybody else? And then there's like a long pause. No. <laughs> yeah. I don't like yeah. the pa- I don't like the length of the pause there. That that is not a fan. Um, We're not a fan. So so because Tom Taylor gives us these very faithful renditions of these characters, it feels like they're really 
they're really the character. So you feel right. the weight so when you something feel like it's in there. You and you actually feel like they're in danger. Like when you see you read a mainstream continuity Superman book. I don't care what's happening. You know, Lois Superman Lane. ain't dying, or Lois Lane ain't dying. You know, or Jimmy yeah. Olsen ain't dying. They're not in any real right. danger, right. right? But this story changes that. Um, so, so there is, there's that. There's the fact that when you read Deceased, there is definitely a subtext there mm-hmm. that was missing in Marvel Zombies. Like, and I love Marvel Zombies. Yeah, don't, I thought it was a great wrong. story. Um, but it's one of those Marvel Zombies is like it's the equivalent of like a good popcorn movie. Yeah, like there's it doesn't have anything to say. Well, this is like Punisher kills the Marvel universe, or yeah. Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. You're like, okay, we're just we're just mashing the toys. It's up. in the name, you know what's gonna happen. You know what's gonna happen. There's nothing. He's not commenting on like the state of the world right. or anything like no. that. He just wants to, you know, when Robert Kirkman, who I love, Robert Kirkman. Um, you know, he just wanted to tell a fucked up story. That's exactly uh, what he did. And, and that's what he did. And it was beautiful. But what Tom Taylor does with this, which is kind of cool, is he, uh, by having the virus be spread over technology, it you can tell he's making a bit of a commentary right. on the prevalence of technology in our lives, particularly the prevalence of social media in our lives. And I mean, in in an era where you know, in the fake news era, right. where there's the danger of misinformation spreading rampantly over the internet, I I think it's it's really kind of a, a, a clever commentary on yeah. his part. So another one of the things that just kind of made me enjoy Deceased and set it apart from the rest. Um, and then just the the last, uh, well, no, sorry, not the last thing. Two two, two more things, and then I'll, I'll, we can move on from this. Um, I loved. The variant cover. I oh, don't yeah. know if you've looked at some I've of the seen, variant covers, it. but I'm I'm probably going to butcher your name, so I'm sorry. Yasmin Putri uh, is the artist who did several variant covers, paying homage to. And w- I'm going to put some of these up on our yeah, our page that? so that people can see it. But um, doing sort of homages to Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Conjuring. It even to like the very obscure like Critters. Do you, do you remember the movie I love Critters? Critters? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember in Critters too that they realized that they could form a giant ball and then they would run over people? But yes. It wasn't, it wasn't until the second movie. It w- they didn't realize they they had that that power. And then they could shoot. Well, the first one they had those the sleeping they quills. Could, they could always shoot the the squi- the date rape quills. Yeah, they could that's always, exactly they, what they, they were. Could, they could always they could always do that. Um. So so yeah those. That I enjoyed the the um, the the covers, not the not the date rape quills. Um, but that's a good movie, though. Yeah, that is it is a good movie. Uh, and then lastly, you know, like many horror movies that I love, they have that great balance of tension building mm-hmm. and then tension relief through using comedy. Right. And Tom Taylor does this wonderfully. And actually, Green Arrow is the one who gets some of the best moments. In this series, yeah, I love that. And and I'll point out just one example that I thought was it just made made me laugh. And when they're talking about all of Batman's contingency plans with Damien, so Batman doesn't have a contingency plan for Green Arrow, right? Because apparently he didn't view him as enough it's of a, enough of a, a threat. threat. And I love how like Oliver is so pissed off that like I could be a threat. I could totally be a threat. What the hell? Like, you know, having, like, sort of the George Costanza moment. But re- in all actuality, I mean, really all Superman needs to do is, like, take his bow and arrow and then throw him off a roof. Well, 
that let's jo- be honest. Well, but that joke has such a great payoff. I don't I don't want to spoil it for you, but there's there's a so there's that moment, and then that's the setup for a punchline that right. comes later in the but series. But you know what else I like though? What Green Arrow is essentially Batman with a bow and arrow. Yeah, because he has the arrow cave. Remember, he had the the arrow mobile. He's got the, the arrow plane. The arrow plane. You know, I that mean, one actually makes sense. Yeah, 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 arrow plane. Yeah, I know. But like, he has all of these stupid, you know, things that he and and what I loved was a lot. Of, there, I've read a couple comics where they're asking like, "Why do you have all these? You got to keep up with Batman." You know, and it's this, yeah. it's the same thing. And that's sort of been the, the I think one of the recurring. Uh, I don't know if you want to call it tropes uh, regarding Green Arrow. It's not a main trope of him, but certainly yeah. the, the one-upsmanship 100%. between him yeah. and Batman. You even see it a little bit if you watch the CW oh, yeah. show, how Oliver on that show is sort of intimidated by you know by, by Batman. Yeah. Um, so the series is called Deceased, and it just wrapped up, so it's going to be available in trade paperback pretty soon. I really enjoyed this. Uh, it is... Uh, it's it's fun. Uh, it 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 will. I'll I'll I will warn you though. This book will give you the feels at times. Oh. There it will break your heart at at certain moments. So there, bring there, your bring your tissues. Bring bring your tissues because it is it, it is just a good balance of kind of all that you will feel all the emotions reading this book. That's awesome. So what do you read, man? All right, man. So. I'm kind of reading a best of. Uh, I am reading Teen Titans by Jeff Johns. Oh, so man. this, of course, you know, kind of restarted the Teen Titans. So this is volume one. This is book one. On comicsology. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Of course. Um, so I'll give you the the premise of it. So give me the four one one. So for years, uh, Titans Tower has been a haven for young heroes, and has often had them. Uh, a chance to train alongside their peers and to distinguish themselves uh, from the mentors that they one day, that they one day will replace. After years of dormancy, did you write this? No, <laughs> uh, I did not. It's right here. I did not. Y- I wish I did. Um, after years of dormancy, original Titan, Cyborg, Beast Boy, Raven, and Starfire aim to recreate the same premise for a new generation of heroes. So each one of them gets their own. They they all go and start recruiting. Um, their first recruits, the greatest superpowered adolescents around, Robin, Superboy, Kid Flash, and Wonder Girl. Uh, Jeff Johns, uh, the writer behind some of DC's greatest titles, of course, he did uh, DC Universe, he did Rebirth and Infinite Crisis. Um, and he's like a primary creative consultant now yeah, for, so for he Warner's. Does all of it. And so basically, uh, this series is kind of the premise of what they're using for um young justice oh and okay. so like when you when we first start they they get superboy f- so this is after superboy has uh broken out of katniss okay and what i love is this is this is before rebirth this is pre-rebirth superboy because yes. I'm, I'm looking at the cover yeah and here i'll show you the it, art it looks like connor Kent. Yeah, it's it's connor with the the red shirt and the you know, or so the before they turn him into a robot or a cyborg or whatever they did. With He's him. a clone. He's one hundred percent a clone. No, no, no. But like post post rebirth, Superboy has a somewhat different origin. Yeah, I'm no, not. No, no. I'm not up on this, this. one. Was okay. a clone. This is so you find out in this one um, where his genetics actually come from, and you find out that he's fifty fifty. If you do, you remember who he's fifty fifty with? 
yeah, he's uh, half half Superman, half Lex Luthor. Yeah, so he has this inner turmoil. But what I love about it is he's bored. So he's Clark bored. Clark has broken him out, right? So what this is, this is literally like a Saturday morning cartoon. You ready? During the week, they have to go to school. But on the weekends, they go to the Titans Tower to train and they and and go out on patrol. Okay. So they, on the weekends, they're like, "No, you have to go and do this." Who who is sort of their? Because on the I remember on Young Justice, it was it's Starfire is their like predominant leader. Ah, and okay. Starfire okay. and Cyborg are basically their chaperones. Okay. Um, okay. it's not Damien, so it's Tim, which which I like. Um. And they're, they're, uh, and, well, he's and, older, so that makes right. that makes sense. So it's Tim, um, but like I said, uh, so Superboy is out of Cadmus. He had nowhere to live, so Clark brings him to Kansas, and he's like, "You're gonna live here with Ma and Pa, and you're gonna be my cousin." Mm-hmm. You know, he's you know your 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 name is Connor, and he gives him and he gives ah. him gives him the glasses. Okay, you know, and he's okay. got the glasses, and he. he Connor hates it. He's like, I'm bored. There's nothing to do here. I can't hang out with anybody. I can't do anything here because if I do, I'm going to get in trouble. He's like, I, I, there's nothing that I can do. And he keeps, like, skipping school. And he's off flying and doing whatever he wants because, I mean, he's, he's freaking Superboy. Right, right. And there, there's uh, – I want to I find it. There is a beautiful conversation between um, – Connor and Clark. Um, so, but they, they get all, like I said, they, they grab all of the Titans and all right. So it says, uh, like he's flying around the, the, the cornfield here. I'll show mm-hmm. you. So he's flying around the cornfield and he's bored. So he makes an S he goes, is S for Superboy or skipping class, like standing behind him. And then there's Clark uh. like behind him. And he's like, uh, uh, he goes, I, how about sanity, Superman? He goes, because you didn't lose yours growing up in this, uh, this cow town. I'll never know. He goes, how you lost or how you didn't lose yours, I'll never know. He says, there's nothing to do in Smallville. No one cool to hang out with. He's like, I appreciate you getting me up with this civilian identity. Well, except for the stupid glasses. You know, like he's just like, oh, I can't. Respect the glasses, like, you little I, punk. I can't put up with this. And but Superman actually tells him he goes you need to watch your ego he goes you're still part human, you know so he's kind of putting it up to him. But one of my favorites is he says he goes um, he's like well you know how did you know I was able to or I was gonna skip school he goes you think you were the only one who skipped school, you know so he goes there well, that's were nice he's he, like, he there gets were it. days that he, he he gets it he that knows. he was like I I had to leave you know and um and what's neat for me is like they go through of course each one. And so Superman says to Connor, he says, hey, look, the Titans are looking to put a program together. They want you. I would like you to go. He goes, this is going to help your training. This is this is what's going going to help you. So then it continues. And then they're in Gotham and they're fighting against like, you know, the the Mad Hatter and stuff like that. And um, Superboy and Superman are no, 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 no. So they've panned to the next year. Oh, oh, oh. So then it's Robin. It's Robin. So they start talking. And, uh, this is this is uh, Tim when he was still Robin, right? Yes. He he doesn't go by Red Robin. No, 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 no. Here I'll, I'll show. Like he's classic, like '90s Robin. Okay. Um. He's like, 
I'm guessing, and this is Robin, he goes, I'm guessing you think it's a good idea. You think I need more training to be mentored by some, uh, by someone or some more people, you know, everything like that, or monitored. Yeah, mentored, sorry. He says, you think I need some more training? Need to be uh, mentored by some more? He goes, and then you hear out of nowhere, you hear, no, Robin. He says, I just think you need to spend more time with your friends. Like, Aww. he realizes that he's like, look, man, I get it. See, that Batman has a heart. So I, he, I really enjoy, can I just say, I enjoy when people write Batman that way. Yeah. In, in, in not... Not as such, like the that cold monitor monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah the very the, the what, goddamn Batman. Yeah, sort of what Frank Miller has sort yeah. of turned him into. Yeah. Uh, he's I love it when they write Batman as as a very human character. So what I love is, um, so of course when they they go next. This, uh, this is I'm sorry I'm I'm a little distracted because I'm I'm trying to think about th- this has to be pre New 52. Yeah, I think it is. It's it's got 100%. Be. Yeah, so I guess the the trade paperback was put out in 2017, but this story right. has to be pre New 52 because the Superboy that you're talking about, right. that origin is all pre New yeah, 52. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so sorry, sorry. Then you go to the Garrick household. You know. J J Garrick. J Garrick. Flash. Right. Yeah. So you hear him, he says uh Bart Allen is not a fast learner. He goes, and he's just getting started Keystone City High School. So he's not even Flash yet. He's not even Kid Flash yet. He's Impulse because right, he wants right, to right. be different from Flash, you know. And um, but it's kind of cool that he stays with Jay and like you know they're they're like all right. He's from the future. Yes, isn't he? Yeah, basically he's, how uh, he's Barry's like great 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 grandson. Yeah, but right? it's really sad. So what kind of happened is. Um, Bart even says, he goes, you know, my mom didn't have any time for me, so she basically showed up in back in time and dumped me off. And he said, here you go. You train him. I can't, I can't deal with him because she wanted me to be the oh best my God, superhero that, as possible. That is, that is so sad. I know. So they're, they're talking about, you know, how they get it. And then the next one is um, Wonder Girl. And so what's kind of sad with hers is she's getting kicked out of school. There was a guy who she she's from Par- is she from Paradise Island also? Uh, I believe so, but they're they're trying to put her in regular school, but they know her secret identity. And at the school, they know her her secret identity. At yeah, the school? because she's already been like picking up lockers over her head and throwing them at kids and stuff like that. And if she sees it unjust or whatever, she'll just beat the living hell out of people. And they're like, you you can't do that. So she's been kicked out of school a couple of times. And um, well, damn. Yeah, so Cassie's kind of gone a little nuts. She's and now she's actually the second, right? Ca- Ca- so what happens is Cassie's is the is the second. She Wonder goes girl. to Titans, you know, to the Titans without Diana's approval because of what just happened to the previous Wonder Girl. She was she was murdered. Oh, and you're talking about Donna Troy, right? She was murdered by by Deathstroke. Okay, and actually it was by uh, Jonas and Nick Jonas. I don't. I don't. No, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> no. Of I, the I, Jonas Brothers? No. 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 Oh, he did not. He did not sing. Sing to death. Thank God. But um, Starfire is the one who brings her in. So anyway, so so they're going to learn. They're they're trying to do everything. Um. It's it's a great story. Like I said, it's it's like that coming of age. They all get together. Um, and then you find out Deathstroke is, you know, on a contract to start hunting them again. And re- really, what it is like, I think it's one of my favorite images. So, you know, his son was a member of the Teen Titans. 
Jericho. Jericho. Yes. yes. That's that's. I'm sorry, Jonas. Um, so Jericho, and he still has a problem with that. Wait, Jericho killed no Donna Troy. Des, uh, Des, uh, yes, he goes nuts. Really, and he killed Donna Troy. Oh shit. So, but one of the things that happens, and I'll, I'll give a little bit of a highlight on here. So. They get into their first battle, and they get in the first battle with Deathstroke. Mm-hmm. And basically, Dest- or, uh, Impulse is running. He gets trapped okay. by, by Deathstroke. And he says, I have a message for the Titans. He says, tell the Titans, kids shouldn't wear costumes. And then... I want you to do me a little favor. I want you to tell He shoots him in the knee me. with a shotgun. Oh! And he, kneecaps like, him. blows his knee- kneecap away, and... You know, he knows it's enough that he can heal and he can kind of move on. But they actually put him through them. And it's kind of neat because they explain the doctor is explaining like, um, you know, hey, we have to get him I'm in here. He's about already the, healing the too fast. So they have to, like, keep cutting him and cutting him and cutting him and cutting him to, to rebuild. Let me, let me back up for a minute, yeah. though. How was he not able to dodge that? Because I would think that. So what happened was is. Um, I think it was because impulse has the basically the same speed. Correct. As the flash. Correct. Hold on, and I'll f- I'll find it. So, um, he hit him with something. He hit him with a dart. And let's see. He says, "Move." He says, "You may be able to leap around at the speed of sound." He goes, "But you stopped for a second, and then you became a target yourself." He says, uh, "Your metabolism will break down that tranquilizer in less than a minute, but that's all I need." Deathstroke is kind of like the evil Batman. Oh, 100%. It? He, he, the, 100%. With, with the planning, the way that he takes yeah. an opponent apart. Yeah. So, I mean, literally, you see, uh, you see it there. So, uh, he goes, sorry, guy. You're the messenger. You know? Because he knows he's going to be able to heal. Right. Because if he did it to any of the other Titans... Except Superboy. Do, do you th- do you think that matters? Do you think that's why he did it, or do you think it was more just kind of a crime of opportunity, like impulse? No, I honestly think that he chose impulse. You think so? Remember, if he is soup, if he is the evil Batman, right? He doesn't right. do anything just on a whim. Everything is done on purpose. Hmm. So that'd be. I'd be interested to know. Yeah, why? Why him? Out of all the, well, he couldn't do that to Wonder Girl. No, he couldn't, couldn't do it to Connor. He couldn't do it to Connor. Um, he could have done it to Robin, which would have blown his leg off. Yeah, he could have. He could have done See? it. See, that's yeah. why. But his metabolism is making him heal. So you think he did it with the intention of it being a non-lethal message? Well, I mean, if he really wanted to, he could have yeah, blown his head off. Yeah, he could. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. All right. So, Interesting. Once again, he it's good artwork, by but the way. Yeah, it's I, it's beautiful artwork. I've I've been reading it over the past like two weeks, and it's it's great. And like I said, for me, it's. It's still kind of gritty, but then it has those fun light moments, and mm-hmm. I love that. Like, they're in the city, and Robin says, he goes, um, they're like, we need to get somewhere. And Connor's like, well, I know how I'm going to get anywhere. And he goes, Robin's like, yeah, I'm tired of you carrying me. He goes, oh, yeah, what are you going to do about it? And he goes, come on. And, you see, and they go into the storage facility, and he opens it up, and they go, why do you have a Batmobile here? Like that. And he goes, I ordered one. I hit it in the battering budget. It's pretty. It's he goes. It's bigger. <laughs> I hit it in the bat. He goes. I hit it in the battering. I'm just having budget. images now of like a board meeting where like Bruce and Alfred are just going over like their numbers. Yeah, and they're they going over the expenditures and whatever. And you know, but he I says just, he looks and he goes, "Yeah, I hit it in the battering budget." He goes, "It's bigger than you think it would be." 
you know, and so we, they have a Batmobile that they're, and what's even better is Bart. I'm just amazed. I'm trying to get past the minute that they have a, a Batarang budget. Yeah, they and have the, to. And, and the fact that you could hide uh, a, car. A, Batmo- a car in the Bat. Yeah. Rang budget that just tells you. But think about he uses how many, a shit ton of bat. Well, how many does he throw? I mean, and what are they made of? What are they actually made of? I mean, it depends on the metal. It depends on a number of things. And now we're going into economics, and we really need to come back. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just can't give. You know, these are the, like the little minutia that really interest me. Like, so, like, yeah, are Batman and and are, do they? You think they use Excel? I bet, you, I bet you Lucius does his. Uh, probably. So it's just like Bruce and Lucius sitting down like over an Excel spreadsheet, and yeah. they're just like, yeah. all right. Travel it. expenses, jet fuel. I mean, just you just need all this to stuff. you need to do a takedown using two batarangs or less. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, listen, if, you're not going to be able to meet quota. If you want to stay in the black, you're going to have to. Yeah. You're going to have to use it's so, two batarang minimum. But they, sorry, they get in the Batmobile, and Bart goes, "I want to drive," and they're like, "No, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm going to drive." Because I want to drive. I want to drive. I want to drive. They're like, "Oh, just shut him up and let him drive," and he just he's gassing it, you know, and he's like. We're only doing 180 because that's not that fast like that. And they're hitting ramps and, you know, they're like, oh, my God, you're going to kill us. You know, and it's like kids behind the wheel for the first time. And you, you spend some time with these characters and have fun with them. Yes. And, and yes. it's it's there. See, I love books like that where y- you you enjoy watching the interactions between the characters. Yeah. It's one of the reasons why I love crossovers so much. Right. But, and I agree. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's that's one of the reasons I love that. Like I said, the the show, um, Young Justice, really plays off of this, and they do a very very good job of of using this. How this how many episodes are you into Young Justice now? Well, we watched the entire first season. We haven't watched the second season yet because how um, how heavily would you say this draws from oh, the Young Justice good draws from seventy five eighty percent? Really? Yeah, yeah. They're doing a whole thing with Trigon right now, and. You know, like Raven's kind of gone missing, so now they're trying to find her and come to find out Trigon's involved, and it's basically what they use okay. in the show. Okay, all right. But, um, yeah, uh, anyone who works at DC, y'all need to put your – if you want me to watch your programming, yes, you need to put out the app on other platforms like PlayStation and Xbox and everything. You can't get those. The only way you can get it is watching it on your phone or your laptop. I'm not spending $75 a year to watch it on my phone or my laptop. I can't even watch it on my big screen. They're, they don't give you a way to broadcast it to your TV like a Chrome. I mean, could you do it with I a mean, Chromecast, do you think? You could try, but it's it's just it's it's a pain in the balls. Huh. You really should. But why wouldn't you put it on a mainstream? That's what I don't understand. Hmm. That is one. Seriously, if you look at if you look at the numbers, there is a high percentage of people who use their their PlayStation, their gaming platforms as their TV. Yeah. I yeah. mean, wh- why why wouldn't you do that? And I'm not like I said, I'm not spending seventy five dollars for the year to be able to watch it on my phone or my laptop. There's got to be a way, though, Chris, that you could figure it out. I bet if it, do you do you but do I you own a Chrome? Do you but own I, yes, but I shouldn't have to jump around. They should make it. You're, you see what I'm saying? You're paying them the money. They should make well, it easy but here's for the you. Thing. I, I and, you. In all actuality, and it, people can bitch at me all they want. But listen, if DC wants to succeed, they need to be able to put it out and flood the market. Otherwise, people are going to be like, oh, I've heard Titans is a good show. Yeah, have you ever watched it? No. No. I have no way to watch it. Well, I mean, Doom Patrol. I've heard Doom Patrol is amazing. Yeah, I want to yeah, see it. Guess right. what? Can't watch it. I mean, and I was one of those people. That well, how, are, how are you watching Titans? Uh, originally, it was on Comedy Central or on uh, Cartoon Network. 
and that was the original series that they had done. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Are you talking about Young Justice? Young Justice. Okay. Yeah. All right. I thought when you're saying Titans, I'm thinking you're talking about the, the Titan DC. show. No. Yeah, the Titan show. Oh, you haven't seen the Titan show. No, I have not. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry, a light bulb just went off for me. So you're talking about there's two separate Teen Titans. Yeah, shows. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Young Young Justice, you're saying draws heavily from correct this. All right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. But anyway, so it's a great read. Um, okay. And it's a good good collection to have. I mean, if you're a Teen Titans fan, this is like the second generation. This is really what made the Titans interesting because there was the first Silver Age Teen uh, Teen Titans. The George, George Perez. Yeah, and it was good. George Perez it era. was great, yeah. and I loved it. But then this was kind of that reboot where you actually kind of cared about the characters again, and they weren't just um, sidekicks. Mm-hmm. You know, that was one thing that I absolutely loved, that they weren't just sidekicks. They they were, you know, they're heroes in their own right. And, they're you know, they're tired of being called sidekicks. They're sure. like, oh, great, here I go again. I'm with, you know. Well, hell, if that teenager over at Marvel, you know, can get a man in his name, yeah. Spider-Man, yeah. and can, is nobody's sidekick, what the hell? I know. Bullshit. All right. Let's do some movie talk. Strange yeah. things are afoot at the Circle K. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. This episode was Joey, you like movies about gladiators? Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Someday she just can't get rid of a bomb. Okay, so some movie talk. Oh um, boy, do we have stuff so to talk about? We've got some trailers first that I guess, I guess we could start with. So why don't why don't we give like kind of a breakdown? So we're, we're going to talk about some trailers. We're going to do that, but then we're also going to do a fan favorite. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, one of the movies we're going to be talking about uh, that's uh, anticipated for a, not next year, but I think the year after is I think Matt, it's twenty twenty one. Matt Reeves is the Batman, the Batman. So we've got some casting. We've received some casting news, but we thought Chris and I thought as an interesting exercise, we would do sort of our pitch for who should be the various characters in in that movie. So Chris and I both have our own uh, all star teams. For that, so we're going to get into that, and then uh, I am also going to provide just a couple quick, hot, quick hot takes on uh, two movies that I've seen. Well, not movies, but uh, two, uh, one movie, one TV series. All right, and I'll do a review of uh, a movie that uh, that actually I I bought and I own. So oh. we can talk about that. So. Okay. All right. So yeah, let, let's start with the we we have a couple trailers that have come out. We had the Birds of Prey trailer. I guess that's the only trailer we have to talk about. So, man, I really oversold that. Um, Birds of Prey trailer. What do I think of this? Uh, no. I, I I did not love this. Um, I am... I'm, I'm kind of on the fence with what I've seen. I, uh, and okay. So I'm, I'm leaning more towards not liking it than liking may, it. I, may, I, I, uh, may, may I put in my two cents? Yes, of what I thought of this. Yes, your your two cents. <laughs> Garbage. Th- thank you for 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 capturing that. Garbage. So, so eloquently. This is a money grab. I don't know what I don't like about it necessarily. Um, because Margot Robbie's incredibly talented, so it's not that. I- I'm not a fan that she looks like a giant pinata. Uh, no, I. I you know, I, I I don't know what it is. I just it didn't do it for me. I'm I'm not. I I don't know. You, you know, know what else kind of bothered me too? So, 
we go and we get all right. So we, it's it's um, you get Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. You get Huntress. Mm-hmm. We get Canary. Right. Who else? Uh, I know we're missing someone, but it Huntress Canary. We're not getting Katana. No, we're not getting. She could be in. Uh, we're not getting. Um, because technically the birds of prey are Oracle, Huntress, right. uh, and Black Canary, but there's there's no or- Oracle in this. No, and and it's so another thing too. Like I said, it's kind of one of those where they're like, "All right, Mr. Robbie, uh, we're gonna pay you a shit ton of money, and you're just you're just gonna try on clothes and act a little nuts." But however, this is not gonna have any like. I'll bet you there's not going to have any cut scenes of ba- back with, you know, Batman or anything like that because Ben Affleck ain't doing it. I, I'm sure there's ways around that. Let me say this about that. Uh, I don't have a problem with how Margot Robbie, you know, the costuming or, or mm. anything like that. I, for me, I think she's – I actually think her presentation of Harley is fine. No, I th- I, I think like I said, I like – The I, accent, the persona, the all of that I think is good. Here, Okay, I got it. I got it. May, All right, may I? A little while. May I? Oh, uh, yeah. Please, I know the, the, the floor the, is the, yours. The, the, the wheel was turning, but the hamster had died, and and but now the hamster's revived. Okay. I enjoy Margot Robbie's portrayal of Harley Quinn. However, however, I'm asking myself, do I really want to watch two hours of that, that of that accent for yeah, where she is the protagonist. I've always felt about Harley Quinn that she is best as a supporting character. Um, I don't see her as this is my opinion. No. I don't see her as someone that can lead a movie. Okay, I see that. Um, the, there was only one person for the cast that I was really excited about, and that was Ewan McGregor. Yeah, I, he's playing Black Mask, and he also, from what I've seen of him, I like that. I do too. But the thing is, that's going to bother me. We're going to see Ewan McGregor the entire time in the movie. There won't be a mask. We're not going to see shit. It it's not going to be comic accurate. And that's the, that's the other thing, too, in this. Uh, we're being total fanboys on this. but I think we're allowed. It's l- a comic book movie. The lack of costumes in this uh, yeah, we bothers have me. Huntress in a leather outfit and a motorcycle helmet. I'm like, all right. Well, yeah, yeah. This, look, this looks like, remember the, the crappy, uh, what was it, ABC show that they did that lasted, like, one season. Oh, it was called Birds of Prey. Yes. Yeah. And that's yeah. basically what Huntress was. And I'm like, this is crap. So so that's it. That's it for me. I don't – I think I don't like it because I'm not sure that Harley Quinn, the character of Harley Quinn, can carry uh, – Margot Robbie's a fantastic actor, no, actress, so nothing against her. No, it's more the character of Harley Quinn. I don't know about her being able to carry – an entire movie, and and maybe I'm just showing my age on this. No, I'm not I grew there. up with Batman the animated series, so Harley Quinn was forever a side character Henchwench. to me. Yeah, she was a henchwench. So I I just I don't see it. But hey, I might be proven wrong. Um, I don't th- th- I don't think we I don't think we will. Were there any other trailers we had to talk about, or was um, this the only one? I think this. Well, I mean, I Dis- really Disney Plus dropped a lot of stuff. They dropped the Mandalorian trailers. If you saw oh, those, oh yeah, yeah, um, I, I saw that. I saw it, it looks like a very very interesting show. Um, Mandalorian characters are absolutely like probably one of the all time favorite people that the Star Wars fandom. Do you know very much about the? Pro- See, I think maybe I'm not excited for the show. I know show that because they're like a war planet. They're kind of like the Klingons, you know. Okay. They are they are a planet thriving on war and bounty hunters. That is what they do. That is all they do. Like, you know, I want to be a doctor. No. No, you're going to be a bounty hunter when you grow up. That's that's what they do. So is this show kind of like Dog the Bounty Hunter meets Star Wars? 
Uh, I would assume so, but you know, I I, I like the idea of it. Uh, is he gonna have a mullet coming out of the? No, back no, no, of no. The he doesn't have a mullet. Um, is there gonna be a racist tape that surfaces of him like years later? Oh my god, I don't think so. I you know, know, I don't know. Maybe like you know, he doesn't like Wookies or something like that. Doesn't want his daughter marrying a Wookie or or some Wasn't messed that, up that, shit that like that. That was a dog. That was Hulk Hogan. I think dog's racist too. It's a racist, but I, th- I th- yeah, I think he's a racist. Too. Uh, okay, okay, so we be. had the Mandalorian trailer. Yeah, we had um, Birds of Prey. Any other trailers stand out in your mind? Th- those were the, actually until you brought up the Mandalorian, I had forgotten that I had seen it. Oh, we also had the new trailer, the last trailer drop for Star, Star Wars. Wars Rise. What, what do you think of that? Meh. Me, really, meh. Meh. I just, um, I, I, we know who the Skywalker is. We know it's her. Do you think it's going to be right? Absolutely. Wouldn't Absolutely. that be great if they did a, like a fake out? Like it turned out like I don't know, like uh, like Finn. Like if Finn turned out to be the you know how? Yeah, I, how? I don't know. How is he a Skywalker? Sure, wh- he can be a Skywalker. Well, you know, the other thing that I kind of thought about too was what if we find out that you know, just like Luke and Leia, right? What if Kylo and Ray are brother and sister, and that's why they have the connection? Well, they would have to be. Uh, you know, cousins, then, right? No, because if he's the if, what if, if they Ray took her and put her away like they did Luke? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be interesting. I mean, I mean, a bit repetitive, but but it's but I come on, tell me, d- 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 well, come let, on. Let, let, let's see this. Star. I think Star Wars fans are probably among the hardest to please. So, um, yeah, but I I, I think, and, and the reason I say that is. That so if you if you retread old ground like what Abrams did with the Force Awakens, you mean a New Hope too? People, yeah, people complain because they say ah, it's too much like a New Hope. And then if you go completely different, like uh, Ryan Johnson did with the Last Jedi, salt. What if it wasn't salt? People lose their minds. Yeah, I know. You're so never gonna make people happy. You, it's just it's so. I mean, I think sometimes nerds in general, we can sometimes spoil everything so by being just too. Uh, I, I have rigid. a good. I have a good analogy with this. Yes, it's kind of way that it is, and I was always thought about like a profession is the same way. But right, Star Wars. Do you know what Star Wars fans hate? Two things. Trekkies. No. Well, no. I don't think so because most. I bet you there are a lot of Star Wars fans that are Trekkies. Okay. But anyway, Star Wars fans hate. The way things are. Yes. And change. <laughs> so so basically, they're just miserable people, is what you're saying. <laughs> but think about it, you know. I, I mean, hate everything the way it is, but God help you if you try to change it. That's my lore. Don't you dare touch that, you know. They're really thing. they're really hard to, to please. And it's, and it's like, as fans, I think we just need to, we all need to just lighten up. Just, yeah, just, yeah, just yeah. a little bit, just lighten I'm up. I'm going to go see it. They're gonna get my money. Yeah, I need yeah, to yeah. see They're, how this yeah. ends. I, I need to. Absolutely. I want. What if it's Chewbacca? What if he's the last Skywalker? <laughs> zoom, zoom. Um. So, but yeah. Yeah, they're 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 gonna get my money. I I. Do you exactly. think it could be Poe? I want to see how it. Um. I, I think you know honestly. I think you're right. I think it's probably it yeah. is gonna be revealed. The whole setup points to it being Ray. I I am. But curious. I look at it as like Poe is the new Han Solo. He's the devil may care. Yeah, you know, yeah, he is. Blah, he blah, is. blah, blah. I, I, I want to see how they wrap it up. I mostly want to see what is Abrams going to do. Uh, how is he going to – is he going to course correct from what Ryan oh, Johnson know. did? I don't know. Or is he going to – that's kind of what I want to see. He's not going to kill Rose. 
Why do you say that? Oh, you know, she's like the most hated person next to, Star- to Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Oh, my God. I feel sorry for the actress who oh, plays Oh, yeah, and her. it's not her fault. Yeah. It's 100% not her fault. I actually liked her acting. I thought it was yeah. good, but I'm just looking, and I'm like, yeah, we didn't need you. Um. Yeah. Yeah, there was, an, there was something else I, I was hate gonna, being that guy. Like, you know me, there, because I try to, I try, I, like, if I get new characters, I really try to give them a shot. I really do, but mm-hmm. then I look at it, and I'm like, yeah, this whole movie could have we could have done it without you. I mean. Oh, now I remember what I was going to say. I this trailer, I really think I I enjoyed actually the teaser best yeah, because the they te- kept, they kept a lot of shit out. Yeah, that and they kept a lot of I shit love out. the voiceover work with Mark Hamill. Right. The, you've oh, inherited all that we also know. Also to the big thing that was revealed. Oh, Palpatine. I mean, yeah. that he's coming back yeah. and everything and I'm like, all right. Well, where would he go? You know. Where has he been? So December this year, right? Yeah, it's coming yeah, out yeah. December. Yeah, so they're, yeah. they're going to get it's always it Christmas. It. Christmas is when they do it. Um, so a quick couple headlines before we get into our kind of hot takes, reviews, whatever you want to call it. Um, into the Spider Verse release date set for April eighth, two thousand twenty-two. They're doing a second one. They're doing a second one. Uh, into the Spider Verse. Uh, I, I, if I haven't said it already, I'll say it now. For me, probably one of the best Spider-Man movies in existence. I 100% agree. A great competitor for any of the live-action movies. Uh, We got a little bit of news on this movie. We're getting some new Spider-Men, Chris. Uh, That's what I've heard. So did you hear about who the the new Spider-Man we're getting introduced to? I will let you drop it because I've seen the poster. It is the so it's the Spider Man from the Japanese live action show with the giant robot Leo Pardon. He's gonna be really he's gonna be okay. yeah, he's gonna be that one of the Spider Man. What I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I imagine we're you know, we I'm sure we're getting some of if not all of the old Spider Men returning, but we're we're getting yeah, we're getting the Japanese so, version of Spider Man with the the huge uh it's a it's a ship. That turns into right. a robot. So right. it's he's like, a little genius, and I love it. So he's like Spider-Man meets Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Right. So we're getting we're getting that guy. Uh, the, the I can't find it. Uh, it was a fan-made poster, and I absolutely loved it. It was into the Spider Verse, and it was the rooftop. Remember where they were all standing, and they're all gone except one person, and it's uh twenty ninety nine just standing there. Uh, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I was oh, like, well, for sure, he's he's gonna he's be, gotta in, be it. in it. He's gonna be in it. He's got to be in it. But what I think would be kind of nice, what if they paid homage to Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and, you know, and no, I'm seeing so many people asking. They want a live action into the Spider-Verse. They were talking about and having those three people in the movie. I I would say, I mean, that would be awesome. You'd get my money. I would settle even for animated with getting the voices of those characters, because I, I think for fans of either the Raimi verse or the uh, Andrew Garfield version, and and those fans are out there. It would be nice to be able to return to the worlds of those two characters, just Kinda to get a to little follow up. Yeah, see yeah. what they're up to. Like, is is, uh, is Tobey Maguire still riding a scooter? D- is he still riding a scooter? Did he and Mary Jane ever get married? Like, right. did would Andrew Garfield was he ever able to to move on? What you happened know, to Bonesaw McGraw? Did he run out of moose for his hair? You know, these right. are questions that, that we want to know. So, so into the Spider Verse. That that's some movie I, news. And drop. here's one thing that I will love. Uh, one thing that I will say, and one thing that I will love. So, one of the actors has been in financial trouble for a while. So I don't know if you know that or Nick, not. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, yeah. So this guy. is this is a good for him. So he's very happy that he has it. Um, but the thing also too, did you know? We don't pick the dance rooms. We just dance. <laughs> no, we don't pick the ball. Damn it! I we screwed it up. <laughs> we don't pick the ballrooms. We just dance. 
Yes. I love that line. And um, so one of the things that I loved about it was, obviously, you know, I can spot Nick Cage off in, in a heartbeat. I'm like, yeah, there's Nick Cage. There he is. Spider-Gen had no idea. Oh, she didn't know she that didn't was She didn't know Nicholas until Cage. afterwards. And we watched it. And she's like, I love that movie. And I'm like, you know, Nick Cage was in that movie, right? And she's like, I like a movie with Nick Cage in it. You know? And, uh, it, does she not normally no, like Nicholas Cage? Like, really? She does not like Nicholas Cage. I don't like Nicholas Cage. Okay? You know, and she just, she, she finds his acting to be a little annoying. I don't know why we're making Jen sound like she's Nicholas Cage. That's a little weird. Yeah, I know. Why would Nicholas Cage be saying he him. doesn't like himself? Oh, well, he might. He might not. I hope he not. not. But yeah, but I'm I'm really excited for it. I think I and even I will tell you. But the, so, I gotta watch the first one again. Oh, uh, what do you mean the first one? The End of the Spider Verse. Oh yeah, okay. I, I need sure. to watch. I need to watch. Oh it yeah, yeah. We've talked about this. So yeah, Chris, tell him old, why. Old man Peepaw. Uh, I was watching it and it was a little late. And uh, was it getting to nappy nap time? <laughs> yeah, I missed the end. <laughs> like I missed the whole end fight scene, and Did then woke up, and then all of them were like. This was great. Great job. I'm so proud of you. All right, let's go, kid. And they all jump into their universes. I'm like, wait, what the hell happened? Did you have your warm saucer of milk? I, d- I didn't even need it, man. Were you wearing a quilt? I took my back pill and out I went. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I was just like, oh, <laughs> damn it. I told you there was only one thing that I did not like about that movie. Kingpin. I hated the depiction and oh, drawing. Oh, you didn't like the... Uh, the, the wall? He looked like a bookshelf with legs. You didn't like the uh, kind of the design, the no, character no, 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 design no, no, no. of him? But that, that was really my only my only gripe. That was yeah. it. Everything else I loved. I yeah. thought it was great. Such a good movie. But, but so still, great. I'm like, so great. Nah. I was like, really? I'm like, you and your little legs. Get out of here. He, he looked kind of like a bigger, meaner version of Gru from oh my uh, God, Despicable exactly Me. It. Like, I look at him and I'm like, I hope they sweep your legs out from under you and then you're caught on your back. You ain't getting up. Sweep the leg, Johnny. He's going to look like a turtle, you know, and he can't get up off his back. No joke, yeah, but... but all right. Anyway, anyway. Uh, other movie news: uh, Kevin Feige confirms this week that you'll need to watch Disney Plus Marvel shows in order to keep up with the movie MCU. Money <laughs> grab. Yeah, and so let me let me share my feelings about this. I was so first I was I was kind of like, what the hell? Like money grab, just like you said. Come but, on, man. But then I also thought. Well, what's he going to say? I mean, right, right. He, he wants to promote it. Is he really going to say, well, guys, you don't, you don't, ha- have you don't to. really have to watch it, but please watch it anyway. Yeah, you no, know, no, they're going to say whatever to get I you agree. excited. Now, so. I told you that there. So there are multiple Marvel shows. Um, there are only two that I'm really, really interested in. So um, he, you mentioned them to me. Can you tell me a little bit more why? What, why so are these your two? Well, why don't we talk about what what shows there are going to be? So why don't we do that? Sure. So give me just. One second, I probably should have. Well, no, I mean, I, I, I can. Uh, some of them I know off the top of my head. So there's, there's Wandavision. R- so there, yeah. So there's going to be Wandavision. That definitely um, sounds like an interesting. That sounds. Show. That sounds interesting the, to the, me. The premise I'm of it is like, I guess she's living in like this almost like sitcom like reality where she lives with. I, I wonder if she's creating her alive. own world kind yeah. of thing. So. Uh, and then we're getting. So we're getting Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Falcon and the. W- I am excited for that. Do you find it weird that they're not referring to him as Captain America? Not I don't I, and from what I hear I don't know if he's going to be in a Captain America suit. Huh. I think he's going to have Cap Shield. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty much where it's going to go. Maybe by the end of the season, maybe he'll be, you maybe, know, maybe he kind of feels he hasn't earned it yet, r- perhaps. Yeah, you know how he is. That's that's you know, his his whole bag. Because I, I really felt that when Steve handed him the shield, that moment was about right. saying 
oh yeah, here by the so way. So we're getting a Loki TV show. Ah, uh, that's right. I've forgotten about we're that get, one. Yeah, everybody has. <laughs> I Seriously, no. It's I like mean, it's everybody Tom, has. Tom Hiddleston, enormously talented actor. Uh, I, I, what are they gonna do? I think it's gonna be like him traveling through time because he's got the he's got the space stone. Yay! And he's gonna be traveling through time and having adventures. So this one I'm excited. Sam about. Beckett okay. style. So Quantum I take leaf. it back. One I forgot that I am excited about is going to be an animation. It is Marvel Studios. <sighs> what? If. Yeah, oh. yeah, yep, yep. Man, and what's even better, everybody who was in the movies are voicing their characters. So you've got Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger, Sebastian Stan as Bucky Barnes, you've got Josh Brolin as Thanos, Mark Ruffalo, Tom Hiddleston, Samuel L. Jackson, Chris Hemsworth, uh, Haley Atwell, uh, Chadwick Boseman, Paul no Rudd, kidding. Michael Douglas, uh, Neil McDonough, uh, Dominic Cooper, Sean Gunn, Natalie Portman... Uh, Takai Watiti, uh, Toby Jones. Um, I, I mean, didn't think they were doing Jeff that. Goldblum, Michael Rooker. I mean, everybody is going to be in this. Uh, probably except Robert Downey Jr. I don't, um, I don't think they can afford Jeremy him. Renner, Karen Karen Gillan, um, or Evans. Uh, you know, or Hemsworth. No, Hemsworth is in here. Really? Yeah. Wow. Chris Hemsworth. Um, yeah, I, d- I don't know if they're if they're gonna have them or not. But uh, that is actually a sh- out of hearing all of the shows. Honestly, now that you remind me right. of it, that is a show that I would be excited so, for. So, and then they're gonna get the Hawkeye show. Man, <laughs> he he said ironically. So basically, what it is is this limited series will follow Hawkeye after the events of Endgame, training up his daughter Kate Bishop, who in the comics eventually takes the mantle of Hawkeye. Really. Okay. Why don't you like this? I I wanted to see more of him. I don't need to see the coming of age story with that. But maybe you'll like her better than him. I I don't think so. Um, then they're gonna do Miss Marvel. So they've they've talked about doing a Miss Marvel show. Uh, but they haven't cast anybody or, or done anything about that. There's gonna be a Miss Marvel show. Yep. Oh, with Kamala Khan. Oh, yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. I'm sorry. When you said Miss Marvel, for some reason, I was I was thinking Brie Larson. No, but no, 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 no. She's Captain Marvel. So I'm very excited about this one, and you should be too. So Don't you tell me what to do. Marvel has kind of their own version of a Batman. Moon Knight. Yes. Are they doing a Moon Knight they show? They are doing oh. a Moon Knight show. But they just announced who's directing it. It is the director who did The Umbrella Academy. From Netflix. Which I still have to watch. Wait, oh, my God, man. I, I cannot wait to see this. This is going to be really interesting. So, Because what I love about this is, you know, obviously it's based on Moon Knight. If you're, you know, um, he is following a former criminal who becomes the Fist of Kanshu. Kanshu. And evolves into multiple personalities. So this, what's kind of going to be neat for this is it's going to be like, is he crazy or is he possessed? I mean, we don't really know. So it's something, you know. I, and when you say he's Marvel's Batman, um, I will say, I mean, visually, yes. Visually, he's very much reminiscent of Batman. But if you look at kind of who he is as a character. Right. It's totally different. Very, very, very different. Yeah, very different. So they've talked about doing a She-Hulk show. Yeah, that, that's a thing. I, I would love to see that, actually. If they did it. If as they do it right. Like a, sort of an Ally McBeal so sort of thing, like superhero law. 
if you've ever so they're doing uh, uh they're doing the whole Jennifer Walters uh storyline. See, so. I would I would love that. And and if you ever g- do yourself a favor out there, read Dan Slott's run on She Hulk. Yeah, I did read it. It's some it's great stuff. Yeah, it, well, I was not just you. Oh. friend but like our our our, inter- world. our internet friends yes. out there uh, out the people you guys out there should read it it's in, actually very very in good podcast land you know what i love um that she makes an appearance like if there is a court thing i've had matt versus her you know and i'm like oh this is this is kind of neat you know yeah yeah so um okay so we've got that um and so that, w- that was the recent movie news a uh, couple hot takes uh before we uh we'll move on to uh, d- to do our casting so uh, two things that I've seen recently. I've seen The Joker. Yeah. And, uh, Todd Phillips is The Joker. And I have also started watching the HBO series Watchmen. Oh, okay. Okay. So uh, if and I've, I've been putting separate reviews on this. So yep. if you want to check those out, I talk about them a little more in detail. I, I talk about a little more in detail. Uh, I will say overall, The Joker, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Uh, um, I haven't seen it. I wasn't so, expecting to like it as much as I did. Okay, now now here's the main question because I've heard this a lot. So the director has stated that the only reason that they have called it the Joker is so that way it would sell tickets and that DC would provide it. That that's where the money would come from. Basically, this movie. Who who, who said this? The director of that movie. So basically, what he's saying is he could have made this movie without it being the Joker and just a man who develops from mental illness and everything like that, mm-hmm. and it would have been. A, a just as good of a movie or just a different movie, but they probably wouldn't have sold as well had it been the Joker and backed by DC. Um, I I think that there's certainly some truth to that, Chris. Yeah. Uh, the this because that's one of the reasons that compels you to watch this is that this is presented to you as the origin of this of this character, right? Uh, now w- this storyline w- is a newer storyline, right? And well, it's a different, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a reimagining of, well, it's, of the or- it's of kind of close. Um, but uh, go uh, the man who laughs. I think that was the name of the the series. I'm gonna find it. Okay, um, I, I haven't read that one, so I'm. I, I, I don't know. But no, it's uh, a- as I say in my review, it's an incredibly grounded take on the character. I I thought some of the choices that Todd Phillips made were interesting. I liked uh, the g- you know giving him that neurologic condition that makes him laugh with that sort of pseudobulbar affect disorder uh, type reaction well, to stressful uh, events. What does that mean? Pseudobulbar affect disorder. Okay, so that's a condition where you laugh or emote, cry at inappropriate times. So it's a neurologic disorder where you you have these inappropriate emotional responses. Right. So I, I thought it was interest. It was an interesting choice. Uh, Todd Phillips did something really interesting with it. Uh, I stand by my earlier statement, though, that the Joker works better as a character when you don't know where he comes from and where there's more mystery to it. But okay. I, I think that for for what it was, which was one interpretation of the Joker's origin. So this is kind of a what if, which is kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. And, and kind of in my world, the way that I think about it, uh, that this entire movie was just could have just as easily been one of... Uh, uh, Heath Ledger's Joker's explanations of where ah, he comes from. Okay, I kind of like that. Uh, but Joaquin Phoenix, incredible actor, really uh, carries this movie. Uh, and yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, check out my review for a little more detail on it. Watchmen, on the other hand, yeah, I'm really liking this show. Really, I am really, so really liking. So 
Doug in this show. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I heard that the first episode got a lot of flack. A really? A lot of flack. For for what? That basically Rorschach is a um, white supremacy group and that they're, mm-hmm. you know, is that true? I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they, okay. they're, they're, they're They're a hate group. I mean, yeah, they're, they're without a doubt. But see. And, but that's and not what he goes, you know. No, but it kind of is. Chris, if you think about her, go go back and oh read, yeah, read Koufax had his own problems. Don't he, get me wrong. He 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 doesn't like people that are gay. He doesn't like people that are. Uh, he he really the the undertones of racism were always kind of I guess there. Right, yeah. He sees the world in black and white, and if you don't fit into his narrow definition right. of what is morally okay, you're toast. And so it makes a lot of sense that that mantle would be adopted by a group that kind of also sees the world see that. in black and white terms. Now, now maybe, you know, I, you, you could argue that as far as like the strict philosophy of the group versus Koufax's right. philosophies may be different. Well, but, they might be using him as a, you know, an idol to fit their own purpose. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. But what, what I talk about in my review, something that's interesting is that they've, taken the character of Rorschach and distributed his attributes among different characters. Okay. So you have this, the Seventh Calvary. That's the name of this, the hate group you're talking about. Who they okay. wear, they wear his mask. They have sort of this black and white philosophy. But then you have another character who is called Looking Glass. Uh-huh. So in this world, right, uh, there was the police in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh-huh. They have been allowed to wear masks when it's they the yellow masks. The yellow masks. Well, what's interesting is some of the cops, some of the patrolmen wear yellow masks that just kind of conceal their nose and their mouth. Right. Where other cops, they adopt like full personas, full costumes. And one of the protagonists is, is this Hooded Justice, isn't it? No, I mean, no, no. Hooded Justice is the name of the one of the Minutemen. Right, right, uh, right. That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. Th- she, but no, that's from like, you're talking about like from 19... Well, we're like going to see him. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we do no, we okay. do see him. Okay. No, no. But one of the protagonists, her name is Sister Knight. Oh, yeah. I've seen her. Yeah. I've seen her. So she's this cop who dresses up in this... In, like in big almost hood like and... A cross between a nun and a ninja costume. A ninja. It's, it's, uh, a ninja. <laughs> yeah. Um, and... Uh, uh, Shoot, I, I lost track of where I was going with that. I was talking cops about... and how they oh, dress and... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So one of the cops, his name is Looking Glass, and so he wears a full face mask that is made of this reflective material, huh. and he very much, he acts in a very Rorschach-like way. He keeps the mask on all the time. He even only lifts w- it up to eat. Only lifts it up to eat, even when he's at home. And some of the other characters kind of comment on it, like how bizarre. Like for for some of the cops, the mask is very functional. I'm using this to protect my identity because in this world, there was the. It's not giving anything away because they reveal it in the first issue that there was this massacre right. on uh, on what what they now called the White Knight. So what happened was the cal- the Seventh Calvary, these these Rorschach aficionados, they found they learned the identity. Well, no, they didn't learn the identity; it was public. They went to the on Christmas Eve. They went to the homes of all of these police officers and staged this massacre mm. to kill all the cops. So, what happened at that point? No one, as you could imagine, cops were quitting left and right. Nobody nobody wanted to be a police officer. Then, someone it gets approved for then police to wear, to wear masks to conceal their identities. So 
I'm I'm really enjoying this series. I it is a I, I refer to it in my review as both a reboot yeah. and a sequel because they're retreading certain themes without it feeling repetitive. It's just they they have some wonderful callbacks thematically, right? Uh, while also telling a new story and. This very much, Chris, takes place in the world of the comic book, right? Not the Zack Snyder movie. So they reference like that's nice in in the first episode, uh, squids, little baby squids, right, rain down from the sky, and people treat it as like it's just kind of a normal kind of everyday occurrence. So this very much occurs in the world of the graphic okay. novel. So I'm really enjoying it. If uh, if you have HBO Go or have access to an HBO Go account. I completely recommend that you check this show out if you're a fan of the graphic novel. So you will not be disappointed. There is there is something about, uh, and I love it because you know people want to poke fun when they can poke fun. And I know you've seen it. You've seen Jeremy Irons in his uh, Ozymandias yes, suit yes. with the mask and yeah, everything yeah. like that. <laughs> Apparently, everybody who has seen it has compared him to Mermaid Man from SpongeBob, and they're like, "Tell me you didn't see that shit when you're looking at his face." <laughs> So it literally has like Mermaid Man. Oh, because the mask Osmond is purple. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Oh, by the other thing, Jeremy Irons, fantastic. Is he? Is he? He is. Who did you like so better? Good as Ozymandias. Oh, you mean ver- the actor in the Snyder movie? Ah, yeah. uh, God. Because I, I think both. I think he portrays that comic book very good. Where he, he feels once again as most villains do. He mm-hmm. feels like he's doing the right. Mm-hmm. And he feels like this is what is going to save the world and and to be able to help the world, even if it's wrong. I feel like I don't I haven't spent enough time with the character yet uh, with with Jeremy, with Jeremy Irons's Irons. uh, Osmond uh, Os- Osmandeus. Easy yeah. for me to say, uh, but it it's an excellent portrayal. There is definitely you do get a sense of I am going to do whatever I think is right. Regardless of who gets hurt, or regardless of what you think, yeah, regardless of what you think, and regardless of what horrible thing, I'll tell you something that is definitely captured well on this show uh-huh. is the his willingness to just do awful, horrible things in the service of hmm. what he perceives as the greater good. Well, that's cool. I'm I'm interested. I I hope they play more backstory into like the Minutemen because we didn't get much of that even in the comics. You didn't get much of the Minutemen. You you so see them. There you is, see them, but I want like there is a know. there's a reality show that that plays within the show called Real Heroes or Hero Stories or something like that, and it's sort of like a Dateline expose where they're talking about the Minutemen. Right, but you know what I mean. Like I would love to see you know the original Night Owl and mm-hmm. you know just just little things like that. So I, well, I'm excited to see yeah, it. Yeah, I hope if, if you it. get a chance to yeah give it, give it a whirl and and see what you think. So. Yeah. All right. The Batman. Matt Reeves is the Batman. So, um, from what I've heard, I I am kind of excited about it because this is going to be the first Batman detective movie. Yes, yes. I'm very excited about that because, as you know, those are my favorite um those are my favorite Batman comics. The detective comics are, are my favorite comics. It's an element of the character that really hasn't been yes. displayed in any of the movies so far. I mean, I'd, I'd say we s- they allude to it a little in Tim Burton's Batman, really in the first in the first. Yeah, one. where he's sitting down in the cave and you know putting the chemicals together and yeah. everything like that. Yeah, I could see that. And then but. a little in Dark Knight with the whole ballistics. 
Yeah. Test scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it's not something that has been central to the character. He's been much more of a ninja crime in fighter the, in the Christopher Nolan movies. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah, crime fighter. You know, an action figure. Yes. It's really really what it is. So I'm very excited that we're gonna we're actually gonna get this. And rumor had it that the script that's being written is is an all new obviously a brand new script, but they are basing a lot of As opposed of it. to reusing an old one. R- well, wouldn't yeah. that be wouldn't that be something if they just like got Tim Burton's script and like all right we're just well, gonna did, we're just gonna shoot this again you know he had written a third movie he had written a third script yeah yeah and yeah. Scarecrow was going to be in it mm-hmm. and you know Marlon Wayans still gets a check for that movie <laughs> that he wasn't even in good he for was you. supposed to be in the third one he was gonna play Robin and they had him cast they had him fitted for the suit they did everything and uh billy d williams was supposed to be two face that, and that's it was going to be two face and it was going to be the scarecrow and johnny depp had signed on to be the scarecrow he would have made an excellent scarecrow at that time yes now <laughs> and we'll talk about that because uh because of our casting but sure sure um the storyline that they're basing everything on is the long halloween which is jeff Loeb. Uh, classic story i love that story love that story so we decided that I know that we've already have our cast. Do you, do you want to talk about who's been cast yeah, let's, so let's, far? Let's, so obviously, Robert Pattinson has. Or Robert Pattinson. Pattinson is is going to be the Batman. Um, so yeah, there's only we, we've got. Do you want me to go into the others? Or? Well, so I will. T- let's talk about each one. Sure. So, Cedric Diggory. I'm 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 happy about it. However, I'm still kind of reluctant, and I'll tell you why. The reason I'm reluctant is that he, um, in I guess in like the last two Twilight movies, he refused to work out, and they were like just CGI muscles on me. <laughs> like, you know what I'm looking at? I'm like, oh god, come on, don't be lazy, please, don't be lazy, please, please, please. Are you worried that he's gonna be a, a yes, f- flat man instead of uh, Batman? Batman. <laughs> you know what I'm like? Oh, okay, great. This is the leader of the, our free world. I, I am I'm encouraged. I I have hope. I mean, he the guy's a good actor. So so, so it'll be good. So let who else has been cast? So that way we can we can talk about that. Catwoman. Okay, who is it? Zoe Kravitz. I'm okay with this. I am okay with this. I'm okay with this. The Riddler. Okay. Paul Dano. Is that confirmed? Yes. Paul Dano is confirmed. Yeah, yeah I believe now, what Paul is Dano is Paul confirmed. Paul Dano, what is he from? He has been in There Will Be Blood. Yeah. He has been in Oh, the movie with Bruce Willis where they Die Hard. Looper. Looper. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was in Looper. He has been in uh he's been in a lot of movies, actually. Very, very talented actor. Uh he was in a movie actually about uh Brian Wilson, the uh so from, here, I, from I, the Beach Boys. Uh, so uh Twelve Years a Slave he was in. He was in Little Miss Sunshine. I he's didn't remember in, he was in Twelve Years yep, a Slave. Okay. He's in Love and Mercy. Love and that was the Beach Boys movie. Yep. Love and Mercy. Love and Mercy's a good movie. Yeah. Um War and Peace he's in. He was in uh, Swiss Army Man with uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Um, so he's been, in, he's been in a bunch, a bunch. I of was good excited movies. when I saw him cast as the Riddler. I, th- yeah, I think I he'll think, be good. I, I think he's, gonna, he's got that, that look. I think, I think he can do it very well. He does sniveling very well, yeah, too. He's, yeah. He snivels quite, quite yeah, well. Yeah, I can see that. I can see and that. For a Riddler, you need someone who can snivel you know, so once. Who, um, who else has been cast? All right, Commissioner Gordon. Yes, I, I like this Jeffrey Wright of so, Westworld. So they went 
with a black Jim Gordon. Yeah. And look. Ooh, it was only a matter of time because Man of Steel, you had a black Perry White. Perry, and Perry Black. We also had a um, a uh, black Nick Fury. So that's and look and and now and look how well it the did. black Nick Fury they've actually kind of in Marvel continuity they've almost re- they've replaced the white Nick Fury with the Sam Goodbye, Jackson David Hasselhoff yeah, yeah so um just so people and know. that's and that's fine you know uh, honestly it, unless the race is central to who the character is I like agree. you can't have a white guy playing the Black Panther because there's so much of his identity as a character that is tied into no, I agree. being from Africa. I agree. But if as long as it's not centrally central to the you know who the character is, yeah, I'm no, cool no, 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 I agree whatever. with you. So, um, and then Alfred. Oh well, Alfred, how do you feel? About, oh, you know about now, this one? Is it confirmed? Because I rumor, believe it's confirmed. Well, rumor has it that he's up for another role in the same movie. Oh, okay. So go ahead and All say right. it, Andy Circus. Andy Circus. So you know who the rumor is that he's up for? I've heard Alfred, but I've also heard he's up for Penguin. Really? Yeah, they were, they were saying that those are the two. Well, this is the one that it's rumored. Uh, right. The, no, no, uh, the Penguin one is rumored. Okay. Colin Farrell. <sighs> Meh, I guess. I, uh, you I, know, like, and this is, I like my cast better. This is me being a fanboy, but I need like a roly-poly fat guy to okay. play the Penguin. Somebody, or at least a little wider. Yeah. Well, he could play a villain. Well, he could do a very good job, but I don't... But here's another problem. This is something that... that how do, how do I put this? One of the things that kind of drives me nuts is when they take a character and they put somebody beautiful as the cast. Yeah. It bothers me. It's like... Like, do you remember uh, Cillian Murphy? You are too good looking, sir. Cillian Murphy as the Scarecrow. Yeah. Are you kidding You me? want me to believe that guy got picked on? Yeah. No. In the high no. school? No. no. No, it didn't. No, it Give didn't. me the Danny DeVito, damn it. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm serious about that though. I'm 100 percent serious. Like you look at it and you're like, oh, here's my here's guy. my my glimmer of hope with that. Did you ever see him in Horrible Bosses? Yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, some maybe maybe a fat suit, maybe a couple I'm, layers well, of I'm makeup. Hope, he's still really tall though, too. Yeah, he's Penguin's really be a, tall. Yeah, maybe maybe they're gonna do like a kind of Lord of the Rings. So one of the things CGI. I was kind of hoping about is, you know. Listen, I'm okay if, if you have the Burgess Meredith running around going. Do you know why he made that noise? No. Okay. No so, if you remember, remember they did the docu series on the Batman, the '60s Batman show, no, and it no. was actually like, do you remember the the uh, behind the music kind of the Michael Jackson story where they had like the Jackson Five and they had people acting and portraying like the Jackson yeah. Five? Yeah. Well, yeah. they did a Batman one. Okay. All right. And Burgess Meredith is on there, and he says to him, he goes, "You know why I make that stupid noise?" And like, why? And he was choking on the cigarettes oh. while he had it in the pipe. He's like, he was choking. He was dying. No kidding. I swear to God. No shit. So he was okay. choking the entire time. But what I want more is the gun runner. I want the person who owns the Iceberg Lounge, but yeah. underneath sells weapons. That is the penguin that I want. You know who I would have loved as the penguin if he if he were still Are with you? us? Who? No, if he were still with us. He's d- this actor. Because I have one, too, who's no longer Bob, with us. Bob Hoskins. That's it! Oh, is that who That's you think? That's it! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I would have loved Bob Hoskins. He was perfect. He would have been great He was perfect height. He was perfect round. I, I know. Looked at, oh, my God. He I know. was perfect. That's exactly who I picked. I looked and I was like, oh, I want Bob Hoskins. Because do you know you know what was the closest thing and it reminded me of it? Mr. Smee in Hook. Ah, uh, yes. Good yes, morning, yes. Neverland. Like, you know, and just like, oh, man. That's right. Yeah, he, he would have been great oh, in that role. Good. It was good. Okay. 
So so now we we cast the rest. Our, so why don't you do we're, well? We're I a little different. So yeah. So my cast, I redid everybody except Batman. I cons- okay. I considered every. I know sure. everybody signed on, but I did it as rumored. All right. All right. Now once again, with mine, all of these people are alive. Yes, and not contractually uh, with Marvel. Okay. I made sure that I was like, okay, we could get this person potentially. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to? Well, go? Well, what do you think about this idea? I thought that you name a character that you cast. Okay. You name who Ooh, it was. Ooh, I like this. And then I'll name who I named, uh, uh, who I casted for that. Okay. So we kind of take, we go back and forth. All right. On it. So our Batman. Batman. Yes. Obviously, Robert Pattinson. Yes. I, I mean, I have to. I mean, he is he is the man right he now. Is, he is the the Batman. He is yes. the Batman. Yes. Okay. So Catwoman, you, yes, you put. Well, I, I mean, I put yeah. uh, Zoe Kravitz because that's who they hired. But who'd you put? Emmy Rossum. Oh, from Shameless. She's also from the Phantom of the Opera movie, so she can oh. do. She played um, Christine. She played the main character. Oh, okay. With Gerard Butler, but she can act, and and also too, I wanted that nimble frame, that acrobatic. Like when you think cat burglar, I don't like. I was making this joke the other day. I told Spider Den, I was like, I want to cast Catwoman. And I was like, I want someone beautiful, but I need someone with a nimble frame. Like, I couldn't cast Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Ronda is beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Right. But she's a tank. She she is. I she's mean, a, she's a, she she'd be like, better playing like one of like the Apocalypse cheetah. Furies. Or, I would like or her as cheetah. Like that. Okay. I would like her as um what was it the Giganta? You know. Yeah. You know, pummeling and beating God, the hell. God help her though. She's not she's not great in the acting department. Yeah. Well, but you don't have to if you're beating the crap out of people. But if you go like the Dave Batista route, that uh, that uh, the oh, funny? No, 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 no. Um, director of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, James Gunn. James Gunn. You go the James Gunn route, and right. you cast Dave Batista, and you you use him kind of in appropriate ways. Right. right. Then then it could work. Okay. All right. All so right. Uh, you yeah, and I think one more just thing about Emily Rosen. I think because of the character she plays on Shameless. Yeah. She knows uh, th- how to do that. I grew up really poor. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I, I kind of like that. I Absolutely. thought that would be kind of neat. Okay, go, go on. Who, so, who else in your cast? Well, but here's the thing. So, like, m- my Batman that I wanted, like I said, I want more of a detective movie. I want I want it kind of a mainstream, kind of like what um, Riverdale and what, like, Sabrina are kind of doing, where you can't really tell what time genre it is. Ah, okay. Like, People are kind of dressed like 50s, but yet they have cell phones kind of thing. I I think that would be kind of nice. I I don't want time to be like... No, I get part you. of a character. You, you, you want know? it to be timeless. You yeah. want it to sort of be t- sort of like the in the way the animate Batman animated series. Right. You never really knew what time it was. Yeah. Well, also yeah. the first Batman movie too, if you look at it. Yeah. Everybody's kind of in the fifties dress, but they're driving like seventies cars. Right. And kinda, right. You know, I was down with that. Sure. One hundred percent. I don't want time to be a factor. Like okay. where all of a sudden Batman has a time machine. I'm sorry. Like you know, or you know, oh my Apple supercomputer. You know, I'm like, uh, let me right. just check my email on dial up. Right. So I have the penguin. Did you cast the penguin? Uh, I did not cast the penguin. OK, so here is my penguin. OK. OK. Ray Winstone. Ray Winstone. I'm going to have to look him up. What's uh, he been in? So he was in The Departed. He was he was Mr. French in The Departed. Um, oh, shit. Yes. He, uh, no, you, you sold me. He was in. Um. He, he was in Kingdom of the uh, Crystal Skull. He is. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, the the Indiana Jones movie we don't talk about. 
But I, I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. It doesn't look like anything to me. No, 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 no. So, um, but I want to find, like... He would be an awfully fierce penguin. That's what I want. Like, he's somebody who I look at, he is somebody that you would fear, but he is also somebody that, you know, you would respect. He's not pulling out any rubber ducky umbrellas or anything like this. I mean, this guy's a straight up... I would love it, with the, even with the beard, you could do runner. the full beard. And I want him as a gunrunner. But I, he dresses to the nines. Right, exactly. Always, and that's why they call him the Penguin. Right. He's dressing like that, but yet he's pulling out a machine gun and, and handling business. And he hates that name. That would, you know what I mean? Like, I could totally see him, you know, once again, like in The Departed. There are people that you can hit, and there are people that you can't hit. That guy is almost a guy you can't hit. Yeah, And yeah. it's kind of the same yeah, thing, yeah, and yeah. I would love that. Like, I like that. But I even would like him to have umbrellas as like his personal defense weapon because mm-hmm. he's got his security goons who I would love to see them, like their jackets have like a penguin on them, but he has the Iceberg Lounge mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know being able to do that. And he's selling guns to the gangs and doing all that kind of stuff. But well, I almost think being a gun runner, he would kn- he would know everything about all of the kind of niche market right. stuff. So he would know how to turn ordinary objects into deadly weapons. Right. So like like I would love to see it. Like say a guy gets through his security detail and mm-hmm. he pulls out his you know he's got his umbrella and the sword comes out and just stab and kills the guy. Boom, done. And he just walks over him and continues about his way and hops into his, you know, his big black limousine or his black, you know, SUV kind of mm-hmm. thing, and he drives off. And that that's kind of how I want it. But, but this guy has the chops, and he has, like, that – he's very, you know, defined. He's very – but yet he can still be that angry monster where you, mm-hmm. you don't want to see him. So I like, I like that. Well, let me say this. So I take it back. I, I originally had cast the Penguin, okay. but then when I heard that the Penguin had already been cast, I changed this guy to be someone else. I still wanted this actor okay, okay. in my movie. I want to hear both. Uh, okay. So this actor then would either play the Penguin okay. or the Mad Hatter ooh, in my ooh, movie. Ooh, okay. Good okay. pick. And this is Timothy Spall. Now, if you, you don't know, know funny. who's, do you know who Timoth- Timothy Spall is? I cast him as the Mad Hatter. Oh, what is up, man? Yeah, I casted him as the Mad Hatter. If you don't know him, he plays Peter Pettigrew from the uh, Harry Potter series. He was in um, Churchill. He, he, he was he in plays, Churchill. Yeah. He was in um, oh my god, uh, um, Sweeney Todd. He played the Lieutenant Governor in Sweeney uh, Todd. That's right. That's right. Um, and he it's and and that actually that image. He's a great actor. That image from Sweeney Todd is actually what made me want to choose him as the Mad Hatter. Oh, okay. Um, I'll sh- I'll show you. Um, so what what's what's funny? I, I just I can't. He is just such a good. That's so actor. funny that we both picked him. He well. So what I like about him is. Do you ever see? And he could play anything because he was in like one of my favorite movies. Uh, yeah, right, I mean, here, look at. I mean, is that not Jarvis? Yeah, Hatch? yeah, exactly. And here's the thing: he's he's a good looking guy, good enough for Hollywood, but he's mm-hmm. not that good looking. He, I would love to see him. <laughs> it's true. I'm sure he, if he's listening, he appreciates you saying that. Please call me, and we'll talk about this. And I bet you he'll say that's how I make money. Because because here's here's my thing. Like, can you imagine like? All of a sudden, you have Johnny Depp, and he's like, oh, I'm in love with Alice. And she's like, I don't love you. And I'm like, that's a fucking lie. But like him. Chris is acting this out with dolls, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've got my figures. But like with him, you could see him like kind of stalking women and yeah. making them do his will. The, and the, the whole the whole role that he played as Peter Pettigrew, I just I thought it, it was great. 
for for either the penguin oh, or just, the Mad Hatter. I would love it. Okay, all right, I would love awesome. it. Well, let's let's move on. Who who else you got? Okay, did you do the Riddler? I d- I did not do the Riddler because of Paul Dano being cast as the Riddler. So who who would you cast? Okay, so I had one person that I originally put in there, and then I took him out. Okay, to replace him with somebody better. Okay, so originally I had David Tennant. Ah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I could see him doing the, I'm smarter than you, I'm better than you. And, and now, mind you, my Riddler, I've always loved the animated series Riddler. I yeah. love that Riddler. The Riddler in the suit. And the I, don't bowler just, hat. I don't just know I'm better than you. I can prove it. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. so the person I went, I went a, new, a little younger okay. because Robert Pattinson isn't that old. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to make sure that these people, like Ray Winstone, the reason why I did it is because He's been running Gotham for a while. Yeah. You know, so I want that, Mm -hmm. you know, and I kind of would also with the Penguin would kind of cross paths with him and like Falcone Mm kind of a thing like um, that, like or Rupert Thorne. They would they're all kind of the same guy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just kind of how it was. So anyway, so I want to go a little younger. So I went with Eddie Redmayne. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I can yeah, see yeah, yeah. him, and especially with the red hair. Great, great. No, no. Great actor you as know, well. Real thin. Has he ever played a villain? I don't know yet. I think uh, he, Eddie Redmayne, I believe, in the movie with Mila Kunis and the one with Channing Tatum where he was a dog. You know the one I'm talking about? <laughs> no. Did I imagine this movie? Hold on. Hold on. Well, now I need to. There's a, there's a movie. There's a movie with, with, oh, okay, with Channing Tatum, and he's he's okay. So. I'm gonna look it up. She's a dog. Uh, it was. It was. I know. I didn't imagine this movie. Chris is. Uh, oh, he was in feverishly, feverishly looking this up. He was in The Miserable. Don't forget that. Um. Let's see who can find it first. Race to the finish. Jupiter ascending. Oh, there you go. okay. Yeah. All I right. think. Yeah. Uh, I believe Eddie Redmayne was in that, and he, he played was. a and he played a villain. Valum Abrasix. Was his name in that movie? So I don't, I so. don't know, but I mean, but anyway, I know that Eddie Redmayne's a very talented actor. I, I, I'm sure. I he think, could. I think he would be pretty good. So I, but like I said, I, I could see the silhouette. I can see, you know, him. Sure. I would love to see the physically too. The physicality, right? He's, I mean, you need someone who's kind of. But wiry now, mind you, here's the problem with this movie: they're not going to have time to explain all of these people's backgrounds. No, we're not no. going to have it. No, like for me, I would love. Him working for Wayne Tech designing video games or something like that, and he gets fired, and now he's blaming Bruce Wayne, and he's trying to get mm-hmm. at Bruce Wayne. Sure. You know, sure. kind of a thing. Uh, all right, so why don't you name a character, and I'll see if I cast them. Okay. Um, I don't think you got Rene Montoya. No. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't put Rene <laughs> okay. on there. I didn't put Rene, Rene Montoya, so you pick? Gotham PD. Oh, Rene Montoya is going to be in, in Birds of Prey. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. See? Okay, well, Meh. and they cast Rosie Perez as, okay as her. Yeah, but I'm all right with pick? it too. Elizabeth Rodriguez. If you don't know her, if you ever watched the show Orange Is the New Black, I did. She plays Daya's mother. Oh, the older. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yes. Um, and then okay, you want to. Do all one. right. Um, who? All right. Did you do a Commissioner Gordon? No, okay. I did not because so, they already cast. Okay, him. so I went with a complete and utter obvious. Okay, I went with Brian Cranston. Oh, yeah. come on! Oh, yeah. Come with, on! With the the mustache, the well, glasses. The, he did this I, movie. I could I could totally see it. He did yeah. this movie 
um, I think it's called like the informant, and it was about him. An informant? Yeah, it was about him in the. He plays a a DEA agent in the seventies, and it was like getting into the um, the mob and dealing with them. And um, hold on one second, I'm trying to find it. So that way we have it, so I can talk about it, not look like a complete nutter jackass. Obviously, he's the one who knocks, and you know, everybody. I am the danger. Yeah, oh. I am the one who knocks. Speaking of which, uh, I know we're we're talking about movies, but right. did you see El Camino yet? I have not. I have not. It. I. Uh, you need to see it. Is it worth a watch? Yeah, it is absolutely worth a watch. Um, I'm gonna Breaking I'm gonna go Bad out of limb. movie sans Walter White. It's it's worth a watch. Yes, I I loved it. Okay. Um, I thought okay. it was I thought it was very very well done. Um, but anyway, so I'll, I'll keep I'll keep looking for for that. But um, you know, I mean, he he literally has the Commissioner Gordon look. No, I, I Brian, mean, Brian Cranston, of course, he's a, a very talented actor, and I I could see him as Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, absolutely. So okay. you want you want to name another one that you um one one that's not already named? Okay, so did you cast a scarecrow? I did. So did I. All right. All right. Now, mind you, he's my like top. One or two Batman villains. Sure. So, like, he's my, one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who did you cast? Because I casted a pretty obvious guy. Okay. All right, go ahead. I cast Jimmy Simpson. Okay. I don't, I'm not and, if, and if you don't know who Jimmy Simpson is, uh, if you've watched Westworld, okay. he plays the, spoiler alert, younger version of Ed Harris's character. Okay. Uh, also, if you've ever watched the show, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yes, he is one of the McBoyle brothers. He's the the blonde one. Okay, on. uh, and he is uh, he actually has been pretty creepy on that show on uh, uh, on It's Always Sunny oh, in Philadelphia. Yeah, so yeah, good cast. He looks kind of like a little like the actor Dane DeHaan. I know him from somewhere, something else that he's been in. But I, I can't think. Yeah, of wh- he's he's been mo- most recently. I believe he's been in Westworld. Yeah, he's been in something else, and I can't think of what it is. He had long hair. Um, but but I, for, yeah, from what I, kind of the way I've seen him act in uh, m- more so in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, uh, I, I think he would no, be great as Scarecrow. I'm who, who did you cast? So mine's kind of an obvious, but I I went with somebody. So think about this. Doctor Jonathan Crane. He's a doctor. He's obviously got to be a little bit older. Because he, he's already had to go through medical school. He's he's his doctor. He's mm-hmm. you know he's got everything. He's already established at Arkham. He's already torturing patients and learning about fear and doing everything like that. I went with somebody. And another thing too is I've already seen the guy as a redhead. And I looked and I was like, yes, <laughs> okay, because because that's that's kind of my thing. Like that was a thing that also bothered me with Cillian Murphy. He literally looked like just some dude. Black, did, curly, long hair. He looked jo- like a drug addict or a drug dealer more than he did, you know, the scarecrow. Did Jonathan Crane have red hair? Is that a thing? Yeah. About him? Okay. 100%. All right. 100%. I trust your judgment. Tall, thin, you know, but this guy, he's a little bit on the shorter side, but it's it's somebody who I know can act, who can be scary, but also, too, who can act very intelligent. Okay. I went with Jackie Earl Haley. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, he... Hey, he Played Freddy Krueger. Exactly. He was Freddy Krueger. And that's what I look at. Like, I could see. And also, too, I could believe he was picked on in high school. <laughs> he was beat up. He was treated like garbage. He's he's not a pretty man. He's somebody who wants revenge on people. He's not a pretty man like yeah. uh, like uh, Killian Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> All right. I'm just saying. So Cool. I'm uh, with you. I'm did with you. you. Did you cast anybody else? Two-Face. Oh, I didn't. Who did you cast? 
Michael B. Jordan. <sighs> He's already cast. Who is Michael B. Jordan? He's Killmonger. Yeah, but he's yeah, but he's going to be already involved with Marvel. No, it's he's dead. He's dead in Marvel. Killmonger. Okay, is dead. I, I could see it. We have characters. So, well, look, it, it would be kind of interesting. So, so get this. We so, got he's the, so he's the Human Torch. He's Killmonger, and he's going to be Two Face. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'm I down. was going kind of the Bill, the Billy, the Billy, <laughs> the Billy, the Billy D. Williams route. Okay. with that. So I was looking for an actor who, uh, you know. No question, good-looking guy. Good-looking guy. Great, uh, great actor. I mean, he can definitely, if you want, and even if you want to have him before, he is like this. the. So uh, you could see him as Harvey Dent. You could see him as Harvey Dent. Yeah. This very, this intensity, this kind of thirst for justice. And I could see the anger. I can see all. Yeah. Of, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. I'm you would, okay. That. All right. Who else? Um. So I also cast Harvey Bullock. Ooh, I did not cast Harvey. I would love to see a Harvey. All right, so Harvey Bullock would be played in my movie by John Goodman. Oh, yes. Yeah? 100%. Yeah, you with me on this? Okay, yeah, I think he would be great. With Jim, and I could just say, I don't want to deal with that Batman anymore, and just tired of his crap. Yeah. You're like, like, Harvey, all right, we get it, get out. I don't like you, pointy. He's got the the physicality for it. He's got got the the chops. He's got the chops. He's got the the attitude. He's played a cop before. Well, what it reminds me of is... um, I think in the movie Fallen. Yeah, well, what it reminds me of is... um, 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 Oh, brother, where art thou? Yeah, big, larger than life, you know, loud, boisterous, you know. He's lost some weight. He has, he has. If you've been watching the Connors, it's actually really good. So I would, I would actually Um, put in his contract. He would have to put weight back on. No, 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 no. we'll we'll pat him. I mean, I'm happy that he's he's healthy now. (laughs) Let's leave him alone here. Good, good for you. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. So, did you cast anybody else? Uh, Poison Ivy. Ooh, you know what? We talked about it. Uh, We already have an idea, but go ahead, and I'll, I'll. So for Poison Ivy, I would have actress. Natalie Dormer. Uh, what is she in? So if you've ever seen Game of Thrones. Okay. Yeah. Game of Thrones. She played, and oh my God, I, I can't believe I'm, dr- Marjorie. Okay. Queen Queen Marjorie. Okay. You need, so you need sexy. Yeah. Poison Ivy. You yeah. need, you need someone who, who can be sexy. And the way that Natalie Dormer portrayed Marjorie, she, she had this, uh, definitely without a doubt, this sexiness to her, but also she could, switch it on and off Mm -hmm. when she was being Marjorie, she was, you know, sort of being like the hero to the people and she could, she could be sweet, but, but then when she needed to be, she could be sexy. And I, I think she would do fantastic. My, my, my runner up. Yeah. You want to hear my runner up? Yes. Um, Emma Stone. Oh, I'm down. I'm down with that. 100% down with that. So Spider Jen and I talked about this and I was going to add poison Ivy, but I was like, "Ah, I think it's going to be too many people, but apparently it's not. Um, we went with uh, Madeline Pesch. She is from Riverdale. Oh, um, okay. So, oh, she's yeah. really got the look. Oh, I mean, she's got the look. I no mean, doubt. Um, she's very sultry. She okay. has that ability to, you know, abduct men. Basically, <laughs> is, is what it is. <laughs> uh, am I wrong? I love that. It's what she does. I've been abducted. <laughs> she's just but, abducted me. But as a guy, and I can say this as a guy, as I, a I wouldn't be upset about being abducted. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> This could you see her if you're mesmerizing not upset, Superman? If you're not upset about being abducted, yeah. is it still an abduction at that point? I don't think so. I don't. I just think you're going on vacation together. Then and that's pretty much it. <laughs> but what I'm saying though is, I could see her. Yeah, I mean, she, like yeah. controlling Superman. She's got the physicality you know? of it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, did you cast anybody else? Yes, I did. Ooh. So glad you asked. 
I cast Mr. Freeze. Ooh. Victor Freeze. Now that is like my number two villain, so go ahead. Victor Freeze in my movie would be played by Zachary Quinto. Down. Zachary 100%. Quinto. 100%. Down, down, down. Otherwise, I, Mr. Spock. Yeah, from I mean, the he's already Star played Trek. cold and emotionless. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, I loved it. One of the guys that I actually liked that I would have loved to have played Mr. Freeze, he played um, Morlock in the Watchmen movie. So Matt Frewer. Yeah. You would have liked Frewer. Yeah, he's got that that you know interesting physical kind of thing to him and I I thought that would be kind of cool. If it's too late now, but I back in the day I would have loved for either Patrick Stewart or Ben Kingsley to have played Mr. Ben Kingsley in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. All right, did you cast anybody else? I casted the ventriloquist. Ooh, yeah. but he's another one that that guy could play the ventriloquist really well, and I'd be looking at him and I'm like, okay. Which guy? The, the, oh, Matt Furrier? Matt Furrier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I So can who see did that. you pick? I picked Michael Emerson. Okay, so I'm not familiar. So if you've ever watched Lost, yes. Michael Emerson was the primary antagonist in Lost. He also, the show Person of Interest, he stars opposite uh, Jim Caviezel. Okay. Uh, he oh, was also yeah. he was also 100%. the one hundred percent. He was also the voice of the Joker in the Dark Knight Returns animated I movie. Mean, he's even got the glasses. He's even got the glasses. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm down. I'm down with that. I like that. I like that. Um, I cast Hugo Strange, Doctor really? Hugo Strange. Okay. So if we're if we're going to be you a go Darkham, the Asian route, like they did in Gotham, I did no, no, I did not go the Asian route. No, I. This is also an, a Marvel alum. Okay. okay, I would cast Stanley Tucci as. Okay. Hugo Strange. Do you you know? I'm trying to think. Oh yeah yeah yeah. He yeah, was yeah, in the yeah. Devil Wears Prada. He, he see, I could see him as a Mr. Freeze as well. I mean, he it, could also literally. I think I think those guys kind of it's um, the baldness, isn't yeah, it? It's probably, the lack of hair. Probably. I could play Mr. Freeze or the ventriloquist or the ventriloquist. See, it's a good thing. Or the clock man or the clock king. Was the clock king bald? I don't care, but <laughs> you can just see me as the clock king or bookworm. <laughs> okay, egghead. Um, huh? Huh? <laughs> um. I cast both Roz Al Ghul and Talia Al Ghul. Okay, so who did you do as Roz? Because let's be honest, I mean, it, it's, it's it's hard, very hard to cast to top uh, Liam Neeson. Yeah, no Liam doubt. Neeson was perfect, no doubt, absolutely no doubt. perfect. So this guy's no slouch himself. I cast Mr. Joseph Fines as. Oh yeah, I could see him as the demon head. I've yeah. been watching a lot of The Handmaiden's Tale on Hulu. And so he he's in that. Yeah. And he, uh, yeah, I, I don't know why, but I just maybe it's because I've been watching the show. But I, I, I think no, that I he like would, that. I thought he would make I a like really good. A lot. And then as his daughter, Talia Al Ghul. And I didn't look up the age differences. So I'm really hoping I'm not casting people that are too close in age for this. But Priyanka Sh- Chopra. Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh. I think she, no, <laughs> Chris is like, I have no idea who that is. Very beautiful Indian actress. Uh, singer you, too, I believe. How, how you spell her? Married to Nick Jonas, uh, Priyanka. How you spell that? P R Y. Excuse me. P R I Y A N K A. Oh, there she. Oh, Chopra. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I can see her, Talia. And then my last two, I cast Joker and Harley Quinn. Okay. Did you have a Joker cast? I, I don't, but I have three others that I want to add to my okay. movie. So, all right. You want to do your three others? Or you want to yeah, finish up mine? I want to hear yours. Okay. So. For Harley Quinn, I cast Isla Fisher. Okay. Uh, do you? She's from. She was in Wedding Crashers. She's the little redhead. Yes. Actress. I know in exactly who you're talking about. Wedding Crashers. Married to Sasha Baron Cohen. Yep. Uh, she played 
crazy so well in Wedding Crashers. She's the clinger. She was the clinger. Yeah. yeah, she was the stage five clinger. Yeah, I I think that she would be great as her. It, this was really hard for me because, as I said, I think Margot, Margot Robbie, Robbie does a, really is good a job. fantastic Harley Quinn. But, but if I had to recast but her, but also, well, something that we've talked, we didn't get a chance to talk about with the DC news. Oh yeah. So this is going to be in a different universe as Suicide Squad and all the dreary, sad stuff. That's right. That's right. So yeah, so, there, there. I don't know if this is rumored or how official I think it's confirmed, this is. Confirmed, man. That there's going to be two DC EU universes. So yeah. there's going to be one which is sort of the began as the Snyderverse, so that's uh, Man of Steel, uh, Batman v Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, right? and then there's going to be a second universe. Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And the second universe is going to be like anything Shazam. that comes after. Yeah. Well, they're, con- they're including Shazam. So they're including Shazam. Shazam. So it does that mean Wonder Woman 84 is going to be in this new Snyder one, or the old ver- one? Snyderverse. Snyderverse. See what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. So who'd you do for Joker? So and for, we talked about this. For Joker... David Tennant. Which I am one. We've already seen him in a purple suit. I want a lanky Joker. I want no disrespect to. I am down. To Heath Ledger. His portrayal was terrific, but I want someone that has some of the physicality yeah. of the Joker. I now, want that tall, lanky Joker. Now, here's what I would want. Can can we, can this Joker not have switchblades on him, please? Can he please throw cards? Can he please. <laughs> You want more of the gimmicks yeah, and gadgets? Yeah, I want gags and shit. I mean, that's that's what I want. I want him to hit somebody in the head with a like a lead lined rubber chicken. You know, I love that. You know, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I will say this: just jumping back real quick to Todd Phillips's Joker movie, that is something that was missing. Is Joker as one of my favorite interpretations is he's a homicidal artist, right? So there's there's kind of an artistry to the things that he does, and there's something so. Banal, I think about using traditional weapons, right. guns, knives. Uh, knives. You have to dress them up a little. Like if you're going to use a knife, like put like a candy cane swirl yeah. on it. You know at what least, I liked? For God's sake. What I what I liked was this um, is such a fucked up conversation. Well, you we're know what? Right one now. of my my all time favorite Joker storylines is right. It, uh, the laughing fish. The laughing fish. Ah. So I mean, he does it to make and he thinks it's hilarious. Right. I would right. love to see that. Yeah. I want like I could see David Tennant in his Joker makeup. I could see him in a Joker mobile, you know. I mean, yeah. just but but he's also kind of making fun of Batman. Like he's like, "Oh yeah, you got a sweet ride too, but look at mine," you know. And and, and there's something also so unsettling about his appearance. It's comical, right? But that's the danger: is you right. underestimate him because it looks funny, it looks silly, and it, people don't realize that they're in danger until it's. Until too it's late. too late, yeah. So, all right. So, I'll yeah, tell who, you. Who, yeah, who else did you cast? So, what I wanted. So, this isn't a Batman reboot. Remember, this isn't like an origin story. We know what happened. He, he's established at right. this point. This Batman is going to be like right after year one kind of a thing. So, mm-hmm. he's kind of growing up. So, what I want to take place is I want the um, the, the the tragic death of the Graysons to already have occurred. Okay. So I want... You want a Robin? I w- well, no. I want Dick Grayson living at his house not knowing he's Batman yet. Ah, okay. All right. I would like to see that in between. Okay. Like, you know, he, he's there and he's kind of like, why, do you, why are you always gone at night? Where are you always... You know, why aren't you here? Why are you sleep all the time during the day? And he's kind of figuring shit out as it goes. Mm, right, like, right. You're sticking me with Alfred and instead... You know, he's like, you know, th- I've got this giant museum to myself, you know, like one of my favorite things. You remember in like season four, of the animated series, 
and Bruce walks into the office, and it's Tim, of course, but mm-hmm. I'm going to use Dick instead. Sure. And there's Tim, and he's balancing on Bruce's chair with one arm, and he's, like, doing a handstand, and he's, like, spinning around in the chair. And he I remember. He's like, why aren't you at school? Because it's summer, doofus. You know, and, I mean, stuff like that. Right, and right, right. So I chose um, Ozza Butterfield. He's from oh, Ender's yeah, Game. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. about the right age. So I think let's see how old he is. I, I really wanted to cast a Robin too, but I But just, like I said, I don't want him to be Robin yet. I I see I wanted a child actor. I want I people say uh y- you can't you know a, a child Robin doesn't work on screen because right. people won't be able to get past the fact that Batman's putting someone in danger. I disagree. No, I, I think I think if also anything too, that makes him look more disturbed, and it's it makes Batman look more disturbed. It's it, you get an idea of why people wouldn't exactly trust Batman right. and why they would question him. Like this, it's a grown man dressed up as a bat who brings a kid with him into very dangerous situations. So I I, I think you can do it. Uh, but look it, at the look. This is 2019. Let me see how old he, he was. Is. Born in 97. So he's 22 now, though. So, but but still, I mean, he still has he the could, younger look. He, he could pass for a teenager. I wa- I don't know. Maybe I'm sadistic like that, but I want a child actor. Well, but my thing, like for that, is or he knows that he's Batman, but he's in training, kind of a thing. So, like Bruce will come down from the cave or something like that, and there he is doing his gymnast work, or he's you know lifting or or something, you know. And I would love to see the. You know, like the cocky, what do you got, old man? Like him going after him on the mat and Bruce just pow, 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 you know, and down he goes. And he's like, all right, get up. Let's do it again. You, you know who I would have cast, honestly, if he weren't already in Shazam as Robin? Oh, yeah, yeah. I would have, I would have cast uh, Jack Dylan Grazer. Now, which so one is he? He is, he's the one that was in Is he it. Billy? No, not Billy. He's the one, Freddy. Oh, The okay. one who plays Freddy. Yeah, I could see that. But he, I see him more as a Tim or as a Jason. Like, okay. he's the mouth kind of a thing, whereas Dick was very, you know, headstrong. Like, I, I got to work. I got to do this. This mm-hmm. is what I want. I want revenge for my parents, you know, kind of a thing. So, and then I uh, cast an Alfred. Oh, okay. So, All right. Um, I thought that would be kind of more influential because I'm okay with Circus, like I said. But okay. they haven't confirmed that he's Alfred yet. So, I was like, okay. Because, like I said, there were the rumors and everything like that. Now, are you ready for this? All right. Now. Hit me. This is an Alfred. Figuratively speaking. Somebody who we know can do drama. He is an action star. Okay. He is British, first of all. Um, you got to be British. You got. You have to be. I mean, you know, seriously. it's Or close to it. I mean, you know, Irish and Scottish will count, in my opinion, but... Um, Just be- that side of the pond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is, like, I look at this guy, and I could believe... That he used to be a Secret Service man, somebody who's going to take care, and he's been taking care of business? Bruce oh. since you know since he was young. He's also been taking care of business. Yes, yes, he has. Are you Work, ready? Working overtime. Sorry. Yes, go. Colin Firth. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I could see him, and he's also able to put Bruce in his place, kind of a thing, where mm-hmm. he's like, "Listen to me, young man," you know, and he's like, "No." Would he have the pencil stash? I that is what I want. Yeah. I yeah. want or even a mustache. Now now mind you, the past now including Jeremy Irons who had the scruff, but the two before did were clean they, they, shaven. They haven't. No, I, I want the pencil stash. I, I do too. And I would like to see him in a suit, like 
every day. You know, and uh, listen, I love Michael Caine, but Michael Caine really reminded me. Basically, I was like, Michael Caine. Um, Michael Caine. I was like, dude, you don't even clean the house. You just like, <laughs> you're in a suit like every day, nagging at Bruce. That's what you do. You are the worst butler in the world. But did you ever see him doing anything? He's never cleaning. Never. No, but Bruce is so rich that his butler has butlers. But that's like, but you understand the, what I'm saying. The, I get what you're saying, but man, no, I'm this is trading you. places. No, then. no, that's man. what this is. No, no, no. His butler has butlers. That's how ri- he's the richest butler in the world. The butler has butlers. So. And then, uh, do you have any more that you cast? That's it. Okay. That's it, man. So I have one more. All right. And it's somebody that was in our comic book series, uh, somebody that was in the animated series, somebody that I love, and it's a great character. So Alfred is basically Bruce's surrogate father. What about his surrogate mother? Is it Dr. Leslie Thompson? It it is. Uh, It is Leslie Tompkins, yes. Tompkins, damn it. It's okay. It's okay. This is why you're nerd number one. Yeah, I know. I, know. <laughs> I am nerd but number one. I wanted a Leslie, so that way, like, let's say Bruce gets hurt and he's in the middle. And I want to see him go into the clinic and be like, ah, you know, and she's like, stop whining, you know, and she's fixing him and doing everything like that. And I thought of somebody who also could put up with Bruce's bullshit, somebody who could call him on his stuff, but also could be very kind, generous, and loving. Okay. I went with Maggie Smith. Maggie, uh, is she from Harry Potter? She plays McGonagall. McGonagall, she's, yeah. You know, she's yeah. got that, very, you know, she's very loving, but yet I could see her. She's got that hard edge, too. Yeah, yeah. And She'll put you in your place. But she's, I want her, you know, older because she got her doctorate with Bruce's father and, and everything like that. And I would love to have, like, her. So, so Bruce is a Gryffindor, of course. Essentially, <laughs> yes, yes, and I know I like that. I, I like noticed that. afterwards. I was like, "All right, uh, Harry Potter, Harry Potter." <laughs> Harry Potter. I'm sensing a theme. Yeah, well, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I like our cast. You could have had Daniel Radcliffe as uh, no, as Robin. <laughs> no, for no. If, I, if anything, I would have had Rupert Grint just to give him a job. Ah, uh, poor Rupert. So. All right, guys. I, I, I liked it. That was pretty good. I liked your cast. Yeah, I liked your cast. I love that we kind of match on That's funny. some of them that we, we kind of knew exactly where we were. Well, what about you folks out there in podcast land? Who would you cast in your Batman movie? Do you have a differing opinion? We want to hear about it. Email us at justusnerdspc at gmail.com, or you can leave us a comment right here on SoundCloud. All right, guys. So um, Time for some toys? Yeah, let's do some toy box, man. <laughs> Let's broaden our minds, Lawrence. So, oh, man. I've, I've brought something in very special today. I'm going to be talking about a line that has come out. Um, this is the Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles line. It's uh, put out by DC Collectibles. Yeah, these are beautiful, and the articulation to them are insane. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post some pictures of this so that you can all see. But what I've brought in today is the, the Donatello... Batgirl two pack, or as so we like to call it, the purple power. The pr- power. That's right. And you know what? I didn't notice that until you said something. But these guys are—they're total purple power. So, uh, it, it, if you're not familiar, there was a cartoon that came out earlier well, this year. It was a year. comic book. Oh well, previous. Uh, excuse me. Sorry. Yeah, it was, you're right. It, first, it was a is a comic book. And it was a great series. Fantastic series. They did it twice. You and I are going to record a commentary yeah, on this because yeah. I can't wait to see your reaction after you watch this. Th- this is The cartoon is so enjoyable. For me, it's one of my top animated DC movies. 
That's how much wow. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, a, a, as an artist, I appreciate just the character designs, and that's one of the things I love about these figures is that they are made quite faithfully um, in the style of the, the character designs from that animation. So these started getting released, I want to say, back in August, either August or July. There are five altogether that are being released, okay, and they all come in two-pack. So... First off, I think we got to talk about the important thing. All right. What is the price range we're talking? So your price point is going to be $50 a set. Ooh. So that's like, well, if you think about it, you're getting two, two action figures. figures so 25 with bucks a piece, though. Which, that's pretty much what, if you buy a yeah, Marvel yeah. Legends now, they're going to retail like but between still, 22 still gonna hit you. and 25 yeah, but you're getting a lot, though. You, you get you get a lot. They're loaded with accessories. So the first one that ones that were released was the Leonardo Batman two pack, which I love. The Batman. That, on that one's very very nice. So the cool thing with the Batman is his cape is actually cloth. Cloth. I thought that yeah. was really cool. Yeah. Uh, then you had the Damien Raphael two pack. The Angry Bunch. The angry, the angry Bunch, right? Okay. Uh, and that's the other thing. The way that the the two packs have been getting released, the characters are. It makes sense. They match. It's like it makes sense that they would yeah. be paired together. Yeah. Like the like Donatello and Batgirl are like the they're the, the science geeks. bros. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, also what? Uh, so the next release after that, which just came in, I didn't bring it with me, but is the Michelangelo Alfred. So that that one because Alfred loves to party. Because Alfred loves to party. Little known fact. Yeah, he, now, he actually loves. There is a Michelangelo in a bat suit. Yes. Same line. Is that him? It's the same line. But is that yeah. the one that comes with Alfred? No. Okay. okay. No, that's a, that's a separate figure. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. But uh, And then last, which is going to be coming out in December, is the Shredder and Ra's al Ghul. Ooh. Uh, and, yeah, that's yeah. also very good-looking figure. So <laughs> you can either buy these $50 at a time. or Go online and buy what ones you want. Because you know they're going to yeah. sell them separate. Or you could buy them together for the low, low price of $249. You can buy... All of them, which oh my God. actually you end up paying. I calculated it out a little bit more if you buy all of them at once. So I don't wow. know kind of what the what the benefit of that. But yeah, the art. Let's be. talk about the articulation. The paint on these. I mean, it literally looks like they jumped off the page. Yeah. They look like cartoons. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this, is, this is awesome. The yeah. So the articulation. They have points of articulation yeah, pretty I much mean, everywhere in the ankles. You have pivoted ankles. You, you have can, a double knee. You have a double jointed knee. You have a ball. I think I believe that's a ball hinge on yeah. the the hips. Um, it's the design of the character, the shells, particularly the turtles, make the limit the range of motion yeah. somewhat. But what I like is that the size differential. Like Raphael has always been the biggest turtle, so his figure is—he's bigger than he's, the rest. He's of chunky. Them. Yeah. yeah, he's bigger than the rest Here, of them. Here's my thought, though. I was thinking about this, Chris, because I've, as I've read online, a lot of complaints about these figures have been the articulation that they're they're are a little stiff in some places. I could see that, but but this is what th an observation that I've made. The figures that tend to be nicer yeah. in terms of the higher quality. Yeah, you get what you pay for. The articulation tends to be a bit less. And the reason for that is if you want it to look less like a toy and more like a statue, something, a statue, something you're not going to play with, you have to hide the articulation. And yeah. when you hide the articulation, it does end up limiting it yeah, somewhat. Um, you can So it's like this. You can have a very articulated bad-looking but cheap figure, Right. you can have a very articulated 
uh, excuse me, a very good-looking, but maybe not a well-articulated, right. but cheap figure. And then I would say these are kind of the middle, like... They're that. Or yeah. you could have a very good-articulated, expensive figure. Like the Hot Toys. Figures. And I didn't want that one. No, I, <laughs> I wouldn't either. But, like, these ones are a good middle of the road. I mean, the articulation's very good. I think it's it's really phenomenal for what it is, but then the art to it is is just gorgeous. They're totally gorgeous. on model. I mean, they they loved it. And actually, I wasn't a fan of Donatello, this character design, at first, but it's really he's really grown Does on me. Does he have the gap teeth like the other one? Because that's one thing I did not like about the Nickelodeon. Well, Chris, you tell me, because I just happen to have an alternate head sculpt for him where his mouth is open, and you tell me if wearing, you see the gap teeth. baseball helmet. He's wearing a baseball helmet. There is no gap teeth. There is no All gap right. teeth. Does that make you happy? Yeah, it does. does it, it do you does. have a problem with gap teeth? No, it's just I didn't I didn't like it because I'm like, he's already a nerd. Do you guys have to make him look <laughs> even more like a nerd? <laughs> what do you got to pick on him? You know what I liked? I love that he's got a D Actually, on his belt. It's subtle. On all, It's more obvious on his, but if you look at all of the they turtles, all they have the all letters. have the letter, but it's more dis- it's disguised a little bit better. Like, I think in Michelangelo's case, he has, like, some fabric yeah. wrapped over his belt, but it forms yeah, that's an cool. M. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I love these figures. I went back and forth over whether or not I was getting them just beca- over the price point, but I ultimately decided to get them because they're so unique and such an interesting design. I, I I do think this is going to put the period oh, on yeah. my turtles collection. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and it's kind of a two point thing, and it's it's something that I I want to say. Sure, I want to show you something that I love and hate. All right, okay, it's the same thing. All right, it's kind of weird. Batgirl's eyes. I love them because they all match. Like Robin's eyes, Nightwing's eyes, Batman's eyes. They all have the white. She's out. got the Spider Man eyes. The white out. Yeah. I don't like it because typically with Batgirl, we always see her eyes. Right. So, you know, as a fanboy, I'm like, ah, all right, they did it their own. But I look at it, and I'm like, I kind of like that they went and was like, well, she's got the same gear as them. It, it has a very cartoon so, look. Yeah, and her, her style, too. And this, this Batgirl, this is the, um, the rebirth Batgirl. So the character design, yes, it's yeah, very this much. Is, this is the rebirth. And yep. it's cool, you know, I like the, the army boots and, and you know. It's just, yeah, I, I, like I said, I, I really like it. Like you said, they look like they jumped right off of no, they the, really do. out of the cartoon. The, the articulation on the face, like the detail on her lips and her nose, and like the, even the cowl, you can see like the shadows underneath it. It's just, it's really, yeah, really The paint nice. applications are very nice. Uh, I love the, the, the place where they have kind of the blackened in yes. lines very much animation yeah like it shows like their muscular cell, cell, cell shading yeah it's, it shows like the muscle definition and whatnot and so depending on who your favorites are like if you're a bad girl fan uh, girl y- you might want to yeah right um you might just want to pick up this donatello set uh but i you know i'm gonna be a completist in this case and now and so nightwing is not Nightwing is not a character. He's not a fig- in the, is he in the movie? No, he's not in the movie. Okay. Yeah, it's so it's only So we're just it's dipping da- him it's out. It's Damien. Huh? No, it's Damien Robin and Batgirl and Alfred. And Alfred. Yeah. Okay. I I can't, I'm, I can't wait for you to watch this uh, because I I think you're really going to enjoy it. There's so many great moments in it. So, I absolutely might. So yeah, that is the Batman versus TMNT GameStop exclusives. You can only find these at oh, your wow. at your GameStop. So okay. Uh, I, I imagine you could probably find them later on the secondary market uh, if you didn't want to get the two-pack and you wanted to just get one of the figures. Yeah, you could try your luck with that, but I, I think you're going to pay a pretty penny because 
let's know, find the, out, the, shall the, we? The scalpers. Yeah, you want to give it a try? All yeah, right. take yeah, a look. Go ahead, keep talking about it. Because the, the scalpers are, I'm sure, going to jack the price up to uh, ridiculous proportions. But yeah. these are these are very well-made figures. They come. I'll talk about, about some of the accessories that come with them. Like I said, they come with tons of accessories. Um, so... So Donatello, oh, you found that that quick, huh? Yep. Um, I have a loose Batgirl. Okay. And it comes with all her figures, her pizza, everything like that. So it's literally her side of the box. All right. Thirty five dollars. Wow. Yeah. See, thirty five. They're they're gonna mark them up. So you're better off just buying the two pack, and then just if you don't want the Ninja Turtle, just sell them later. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Could you look up Donatello? See what he's now again. Just because someone's asking. For that, that doesn't yeah, mean that necessarily anyone's going to so pay So now it, I'm looking at the separation. They have the Alfred and Batgirl. They're selling Alfred and Batgirl okay. together for $40. Um, all right. So that's not that's, bad. That's fair. That's not bad. I mean, it just depends on... it's. it's so Donatello, $40. Fortunately, I'm a fan of both. I'm a fan of the Ninja Turtles and of right, Batman. Right. And these figures both look great. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm fine with just having them. So as far as the accessories, you get... Two, uh, three sets of wow. hands for Donatello. So you get fisted hands. <laughs> you get a, a sense of uh, what looks sort of like uh, choppy cor- hands. Yeah, chop. Yeah, that's a better way. Choppy, choppy hands. hands. You get uh, weapon holding hands. Uh, gr- grip hands. Uh, you, as I mentioned earlier, you get an alternate head now with let's Donatello talk about this, willing this the baseball cap. Here. Yeah. Yeah. So I see the top half mm-hmm. separates. It split. Yeah, it splits apart. But so you does can it actually come out of the? Yeah. Yeah. Pull. Pull. It'll come apart, right? So there's a yeah top part and, and a bottom part. Uh, oh, and then the whole yeah. thing does slide out. Okay, I was curious because I was like, "Ooh, it's really in there. I don't want to break it." Yeah, that's and so I, they do it that way on purpose so that it's got a nice snug hole. No, and it really does. It does. Uh, so you also get uh, two pizza slices, one for Donnie and one for Babs. Uh, Batgirl comes with uh, several different accessories. You get one batarang. You get two no. bat grappling hooks. Uh, you get uh, the grapple gun. Oh, that's cool. You get, uh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. You yeah. have a turtle communicator, turtle and it actually folds and opens. And also a, a TCR, TGRI. A t- yeah, TGRI mutagen uh, that is so canister. Cool. And then you do get three sets of hands Who with Who are the babs. black hands for? Those are Donatello's? No, these are for another figure that I. These are for the Red Hood, the DC. Oh, okay. <laughs> the DC. Well, uh, I, listen, collectibles. We, uh, we all throw in our essentials, our loose figures and that whatnot, I that so. I threw into the bag. So they. This do not, is so cool. Yeah. So I I really like these. If you are a fan of Batman, of the Ninja Turtles, uh, if you're a fan of the cartoon, uh, it's a it's a good buy. Um, you know, if you if you can't afford obviously oh, cool. the the expense uh, all at once, you, you do have the option of breaking it up over time. Of course, awesome goes, goes without saying. Awesome. Okay, I'm gonna throw some pictures up on our Facebook page for this so people can can check it out. Cool. Okay. Well, that is about all of the time that we have for this show. But let me just say that if you have an opinion about something that we've been talking about, we want to hear from you. So send us an email at justusnerdspc at gmail Leave us a comment on our Facebook page or leave us a comment right up on SoundCloud. You can do that as well. Uh, also, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. We, we make try- sure you hit the notification button so that way when a new show comes up, you guys will automatically be notified. It'll be downloaded and you'll be ready to go. Well said, sir. 
Well, we got to get out of here. We're going to use the force so we can boldly go where no one has gone before, but also remember that with great power comes great responsibility so that we never feed the Mogwai after midnight, and then we can keep fighting for truth, justice, and the American way. Hopefully, the odds will forever be in our favor. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Jay and Chris, nerd number a- uh, one and nerd A, letter A, for the Just Us Nerds podcast. Take care. <laughs>